gentlemen, we are back. As always, once again, the greatest watch-along podcast that ever existed about a Raw of 1998. Except tonight, we are not watching along. We are not. We are just hanging and banging. Brewing and screwing. (laughs) Chilling like villains. We are, tonight, putting out our fantastic draft recap storyline. We all had a wonderful time at the Royal Rumble. Actually, hold on. Before I get into that, John, Justin, my brothers, how are you doing today? Oh. Oh, oh I'm glad you asked. No. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. We've been ta- we had been talking for so for so long before we started recording. I just I forgot to say hello. You fucking prick. Now I'm not very happy at all because Well, now I'm kind of pissed oh. off. Yeah, I'm not very happy. Sorry. I think we should <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> you... Neither of you two would have even noticed if I didn't stop. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope. He's right about 100% that. 100% would not have. You're right. <laughs> nope. So, it's good to hear from strong. you both. It's good. Strong Glad to see everybody's always. doing strong, feeling good. Yep. Awesome. Excellent. Awesome. Okay, so, anywho. No uh, beer theme tonight. No rules tonight. We are just drinking. We are hanging. We are having a good time. We had a great time at the Royal Rumble last week. And we did our draft, which I think revitalized us in a way I don't think I was really prepared for. <laughs> that was the most energetic, most fun I've had on this pod in a while. Not to say anything about the episodes before. All great. No, but that one was fun. It was That was very time. fun. That was very fun. Right. And I'm still so mad we decided at John. To just... <laughs> we decided to just dedicate this episode to dra- to um, the storylines we built throughout the draft of the last episode. Um, we all... Drafted six different wrestlers, a world champion, intercontinental champion, tag team champion, wild card announcer, and female wrestler or valet or just female person. Yeah, female talent. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. Female talent. Well said. Um, we drafted in snake style. It was wonderful. We had a great time. We built our uh, our teams, our, our little... Uh, our group there and the challenge was do a storyline hit us with just your best overall uh we justin and i did i think six months or three months i just did three months and uh, john did about a year so there's there's a little gonna be a little bit different in the thing so if we vote on this are we are we gonna put up a poll i guess we we should because otherwise, what are we uh, doing this for? Yeah, maybe. I think yeah, it's we just... gotta vote on it. Somebody has to win. Yeah, we did say know. we did say that. We did even if we get one vote. Um, yeah, even if uh, one yeah. vote, yeah. and I'll vote for myself. Yeah, I'll vote for myself. <laughs> so, um, I think that'll be fun. Is to see who who just writes the best storyline, and it'll also be fun. I said this before we went on the air. I think it's going to be actually really fun to see how you guys write what your thought process is versus how i think about wrestling and like what to do and like where to go and what what's entertaining and what's not and stuff like that i, yeah, I think that's, that's going to be the most fun that's the fun part you know what i mean like i had a really good time uh writing writing mine um i had a really good time yeah like trying to make things make sense you know what i mean like it's harder than you fucking yeah. realize it is it so is. I you, agree. You guys, how about this? I was telling you guys, I wrote this 
literally this afternoon, like procrastination station over here. Yep. But I had I had my ideas. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what, of course, what my right. twist was going to be. And I just had to get there, right? And that can yep. sometimes be annoying, and you want you have to make it make sense. So probably every like 30 or 40 minutes, I'd pick the I'd unplug my laptop, I'd pick it up, I'd bring it in the other room, and I'd just read it to the valet. I'd be like, does that all make sense? I didn't miss anything. Like I didn't say something that I didn't like follow through on, right? Contradicts like, or nope. something, yeah. Right, exactly. And so she was like, nope, everything sounds good. And I was like, great. I did that like four times. So I, like, I got to the... get this right. Shout out to the valets. Shout out to the valets. Ah. Who inevitably be our cheers to the valet. Cheers to the valet. Cheers to drink to that. To the valets. We're big fans. They should start a a ladies uh, singing group and just call themselves the valets. valets. All right. Well, we should just get into it, I think. Okay. So, how do we want to do this then? Do Do we we want to just read them one? Do I like draw straws kind of thing like we did before, like random? Or. We can do that. I still have the I still have the uh, the names, so we could just draw out of the hat, which of course I don't have for the first time, literally probably ever. Yep. <laughs> you could just you could also just roll a die or something. Um, oh yeah, because I I don't have die uh, handy. There, surprisingly enough, I don't so, either. If, but I can find one online wow. if we needed to. All right, hold on. I got this. Give All me right. two seconds. Two seconds. I don't need to. Justin's got me covered. Yep. Anyway, yeah. In my lucky, in my lucky Alabama University. Slamma. Alabama slamma. Hold on. What happened to the thing? They just fall out. Okay. Here's what we're doing. Oh, they're there. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. I'm gonna see here. They are. They're mixed up in the thingy. I'm not looking. I'm yep. not looking. I'm not looking. We believe you. And the first name to come out is Andrew. Great. Awesome. All right. So I'll go first. And then John will go second. Justin, you will go third. All right. Cool. Boop. Okay. Cool beans, mean jeans. So tell us who your, <coughs> okay, your so crew is. This, okay. Well. About 0% of you will get this, but this is the Drew League Wrestling Crew. The okay. DW, uh, DLW. DLW. And the DLW, the Drew League Wrestling. And we, however, it's weirdly structured exactly like a WWF uh, logo thing. It's very strange. <laughs> they even have the same pay per view names. For example, uh, actually, okay, hold on. Let me get to my my crew here. Sorry, let me just close that out. Like an idiot. Do 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 do. I've got it right here if you need it. No, oh, I got it right here. Okay, so my champion was Stone Cold Steve Austin. My world champion. Mm-hmm. My yep. intercontinental champion was Triple H. My wild card was Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yep. My announcer was Jim Ross. My female talent was Sunny, and my tag team was the Legion of Doom. So, crack the old knuckles, and ugh, here we go. So I'm just going to start at the top. How about this? Here's how we'll do this. You guys, I'll go, and I'll try to pause, 
you ask. I, I broke it all into little paragraphs. I'll pause. If you have something you want to contribute or say, just pipe up, and we'll go from there. Okay? Good. Right. Yeah, I'm excited. Right. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. All right, Drew. Drew League Wrestling. So the Royal Rumble. The Legion of Doom with Sonny retain their title o- titles over the Los Bariquas, with Savio Vega becoming visibly upset with the other two members of the group and storming off after the match was over. The Rumble ends with Triple H winning. So he is now the Intercontinental Champion and also the winner of the Royal Rumble. However, his celebration is cut short and interrupted by Stone Cold Steve Austin, who, after defeating The Undertaker in the previous match to retain his title, was sitting ringside to watch to see who would be his next opponent. That's how it goes off the air. Stone Cold, beers, bang, bitches. All right. I'm in so far. Love it. I like it. I like it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. Raw number one. Stone Cold opens the show declaring that Triple H is a punk-ass bitch. I'm sorry. This is the, this is the dry... Just the yeah, dry yeah. Into... <laughs> Very writer's but, room. Anyway, yeah, Raw right. opens with, you're a punk-ass bitch. <laughs> Triple H declaring that Triple H is a punk-ass bitch who was only good because he had a little heartbreaker next to him. Well, that guy isn't here anymore, and so now you're on your own. When he then insinuates that as a rattlesnake, he will strike anytime, anyplace. Suddenly, the lights go out, and the Undertaker's gong is heard. The lights come back on, and Triple H is behind Stone... And Triple H is behind Stone Cold Steve Austin with with his almighty sledgehammer. All right. Ooh. After clonk, after clonking Stone Cold with the hammer, he grabs the mic and says, "He, the cerebral assassin, is always one step ahead." He then exits the ring to the game's music, and his transformation has become complete. Excellent. Ooh. The running thread throughout the rest of this show is that the opposite of what usually happens with Stone Cold. He's now looking around corners and checking out locker rooms for Triple H everywhere. Next up, the LOD of a total squash match, but as they're celebrating, the newly formed tag team of Farouk and Bradshaw hit the ring after coming out of the crowd. <laughs> they beat down the Legion of Doom while Sonny looks on in horror. After the beatdown, the newly formed APA grab the titles and hold them above their heads with their intentions clear. They want the belts. The main event begins with Vince coming out with the Intercontinental title in his hands saying Triple H has to come down and compete in the main event to defend his title against someone of Vince's choosing. Vince chooses Savio motherfucking Vega. Ooh. Vince says that there is no better worker in the whole company than Savio, and he deserves his chance at the title. Triple H comes out, but is obviously looking for Stone Cold everywhere. Gets in the ring, looking around. Match begins, he's looking around. And even though the match is very good, as Triple H is about to hit the pedigree, Stone Cold does come down on the ramp, and Triple H becomes distracted. Savio hits Triple H with the schoolboy roll-up for the win, and Stone Cold leaves without confronting Triple H, who is clearly distraught as Raw goes off the air. Ooh, nice old-school ending to Raw, too. Nice. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Shall I continue? Please. Please. I'm sorry. Okay. No, that's great. No, I love the feedback. All right. The raw number two. Stone Cold opens the show, telling Triple H that no matter how smart he thinks he is, the rattle he is the, as always the rattlesnake and is one step ahead. 
He knows that they have a match at Mania, but why not fight now? Or better yet, let's call some friends and have us a good old-fashioned brouhaha. Soon as he says brouhaha, the motherfucking LOD's music hits, and they hit the ring. Tell Stone Cold Steve Austin that they're two badass motherfuckers and they're looking for a fight, and anytime, any place, they'd like to be right by his side fighting whoever and wherever. Question. Just Stone real Cold quick. looks right at him. Question. Stone Cold looks right at him and says, Beer bash. Boom. Let's go. Getting drunk. Boom. Ooh, I need a drink. Hold on. Sorry. Hold on one sec. Let me just ha- let me ask a question. Is mm-hmm. the Drew League wrestling, is Drew, is DLW exclusively on pay-per-view because badass motherfuckers and and uh and beer bashes uh, and yeah, little... it's you know uh, <laughs> it, how about, it's how about, how about this? it's not h it's not pay-per-view it's hbo okay that's what i was gonna ask yeah. all right yeah, yeah badass motherfuckers i like it i like stone cold who doesn't have to yeah. say ass every eight seconds oh speaking of that ass yeah. drink. Right. oh shit yeah, ass drink, drink. ass yeah I threw a couple drinking rules in here. Let's see if you guys pick up on it. <laughs> my eye out for him. Yeah, I'm listening for suplexes. I didn't get it. I honestly got it. I'll tell you right now, I didn't get any in, but I did think about it. Okay. So beer bash to open the show instead of closing the show. Mm-hmm. Always better. Okay. So cut to Triple H is seen now in his locker room talking to someone off camera. Who could it be? Obviously, it's the fucking APA, duh. <laughs> Triple H knows that they have beef with the Legion of Doom and is asking them to join his fight. The APA tell him, as always, it'll cost you. But Triple H looks smugly at them and says, I'm a blue blood. I got the cash. The APA asks Triple H to play in their game of poker, and he agrees. And they have fun, and they play poker together, and it's awesome. <laughs> Vince is in his office, with Sonny being creepy and weird. And sexual and just, you know. And drunk. Yeah, weird, just weird. <laughs> when Triple H bursts in and demands Vince set a match for next month's pay-per-view, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Triple H wants a no-holds-barred street fight with him and the APA for Stone Cold and the LOD. Vince doesn't seem so sure, but when Sonny chimes in that she thinks it's a great idea, Vince instantly agrees. Triple H is thrilled, and Vince returns to being creepy. (laughs) Foreshadowing. (laughs) The main event that night is an open challenge from Savio Vega to anyone in the locker room. Suddenly, with no music hitting, through the back curtain, a trash can is thrown out. And then a chair. And then a table is dragged out by the one and only Cactus Jack! And it turns into an all-out brawl! And it ends in a very entertaining double countout as the both brawl till the end of Raw. Hold on. And Raw goes off the air with Cactus Jack smashing uh, Savio Vega through a table. It's an important question because someone, already, ahead. someone already has Mick Foley. No, no someone but, has Mankind. But, but there are three different people on the roster. All right. If, all right, if, that, if, is... if that, hey, he's your guy, not my guy. So if that's your impression. That's yeah, well, I was going to veto it, but however... When I was looking at the roster this morning, just kind of going through and seeing who I could pick and who I couldn't, Mankind, Cactus Jack, and Dude Lover all separately listed. So I can't, and that I can't, can't I can't it. veto. All right. That's all. Andrew all right. got clearance from me. All right, cool. Thank you, thank you. Because honestly, if I didn't, I'd have to just stop here because it does nothing else matters at this point. I no, 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 you're good. You're that all good. Would be it. 
literally okay so that's how my second ryan so good so good good question good good i'm, I'm into that okay. making sure we're playing by so the Ron rules number th i'm just kidding i am playing but I, I, I said i'm just i was a joke i'm totally just joking <laughs> ben ben don't break motherfucker that's right that's right that's right word, crack him Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah, delicious. Okay. So round number three. So this is why it's so important that I got Cactus Jack, because literally if I didn't, I can't even do this thing. <laughs> Cactus Jack opens the show mm -hmm. okay. by saying he's here to take all the gold. First by beating Savio Vega at the pay-per-view next week, and then setting his eyes on Stone Cold Steve Austin. He calls out Triple H saying he could beat him anytime, anyplace. He's not even thinking twice about him. Ooh. Vince then comes out to inform Cactus that he likes the cut of his jib. Does he have any requests for the pay-per-view? Cactus looks right at him and says, I got two words for you. Hardcore. Legion of Doom are out next. Or Legion of Doom are seen next, changing into their gear for a match against the Quebecers. When Son Sonny tells them she has a meeting to get to, and she'll be back in a flash. But suddenly, they're jumped from behind by the APA, who beat them senseless and steal their beloved shoulder pads. After a few minutes, we see Sonny consoling the LOD as they're stretchered out of the arena, off to a medical facility. Drink. Medical <laughs> facility, yeah, that's yeah. right. Stone Cold enters the arena. <laughs> okay, the main event starts, well, sort of. Okay, hold on. <laughs> i got to rephrase this. <clears throat> Stone Cold enters the arena during the main event between Steve Blackman and Dan Severn, and the crowd is so happy he's here they don't have to watch this crap and appear to be crying. I'll drink to that. <laughs> Cheers. That's just us watching. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. I had to throw those two morons in here somewhere. He kicks both their asses, hits non-match stunners, all right. Yeah, yeah. And grabs the mic. He says, if Cactus Jack was half the man he says he is, he'll come out here right now and say what he said earlier to his face. Obviously, Cactus Jack comes out and they start brawling. When suddenly the lights go out. Gong. Lights back on. Takers in the ring. Double choke slam. Both their asses. Raw goes off the air. Boom. Go home show. What's up? Yeah. yeah. All right. There's my first quarter. What do you guys think? I, I think you got it. a it's lot. Of, you're bouncing a lot of plates. I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah. There's bouncing a lot of storylines. There's a lot of storylines happening, but it's I'm noticing a theme with yours is that okay. everything is fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. Fun. It's like fun wrestling. It's not like. Hey, here's some really awkward social commentary that we didn't do right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. I'm not. Yeah. I don't need that shit. Like, I'm good, man. Let me just. We're, I'm here to entertain you guys. I want to make you guys think about how awesome wrestling, wrestling could be if you just let everybody have fun. Yeah. No, I really. I dig I'm it. just saying. I like it. So okay. Hard. Yeah. My, I wasn't. That wasn't okay. a criticism either. I'm, I'm interesting. Okay. I, I believe you can wrap it up. I'm just. That's. That's my. Yeah. There's right a now. shit ton going on though. There is. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I think you guys are gonna like where I'm going with this. Cool. Okay. Cool. So, All right. Saint second Va half. Second half. Saint Valentine's Day massacre. 
The pay-per-view opens up with a WCW-style undercard of amazing amazing Lucha Libre wrestling and total car crash (laughs) shit. That's just... It fucking... Fucking an hour of just crazy ass lucha shit. Fucking Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, fucking psychosis, all the best. Just killing each other. Okay. Okay. The Intercontinental title, Cactus Jack Savio Vega. Uh, hardcore match. Cactus enters the ring with obviously his carriage full of weapons and yeah. has Barbie waving high. Savio comes out with a chair. But stops halfway down the ramp, turns back and motions to the <clears throat> to the backstage area, and who comes out? But his brothers in Los Barriquas. He fooled you, bitches! <laughs> the other members of the faction come running down with a chain and a bat, respectively. They hit the ring, but Cactus holds them off. However, looking frantic as the Los Barriquas surround the ring, we suddenly hear some. Funky ass music. And the brothers funk come out. <laughs> Harry and Flash Funk hit the ring and the brawl is on. Before the refs could retain order, Vince comes out and says, This is not going to work. We can't have you fighting all over the fucking place for no reason. Now a trios match with the winning team getting the Intercontinental title. The match turns out to an all-out brawl with many headshots, a great crash trash can over the head of Terry Funk with the Bariquas all hidden with baseball bats. It was great. As we near the end of the match, Cactus hit the double-hook DDT and is about to get the win when, of course, the lights go out. When they come back on, the Undertaker has Cactus set up for the tombstone. Hits the tombstone almost as good as Kane, and allow Savio Vega and the Los Bariquas a win to retain him the title. Cheers. 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 To that tombstone. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, to Kane's tombstone. That's right. Darn right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, cut to the APA playing poker and smoking cigars when Triple H comes in to ask if they're ready. Do they look ready, they ask? He says, of course <laughs> you look ready. I'll see you guys out there. They go back to their poker when Sonny pops in. They light up at seeing her, ask her to sit down. She tells him she can't stay, but she'll talk to them later. When she leaves, the APA seem very excited about this. The main event starts with the APA and Triple H coming down to the ring with their arsenal of weaponry. The APA have the LOD's beloved shoulder pads on. The three of them are extremely confident and cocky, the LOD come out next, and Sunny is running around like crazy. Jair notes that she is extremely upbeat, even though the LOD seem like they're all business. Stone Cold's music hits, and the crowd goes banana. Only he's not coming out from behind the curtain. He's flying in on the PlayStation blimp? <laughs> I'm, drinking on, I'm drinking on blimp. Yep. It was it was been drinked. The blimp lands right in the ring, and Stone Cold jumps off and starts an all-out brawl. This is a true slobber knocker. I didn't expect you guys to want to drink on PlayStation Blimp. I wouldn't have put that so close. <laughs> it's fine. 
How could you? Okay. What, where do you first think all, we are right now? First of all, you're lying. <laughs> That's true. Good point. You just described. Comes... <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah, right. Ha- no, I just described what why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the finish comes when Triple H goes for a pedigree on Hawk, only to be clotheslined by Animal, who picks Triple H up for the Doomsday Device. But Hawk is thrown off the top by Farouk. Triple H slides off Animal's back and pushes him into a clothesline from hell. As it appears Triple H will grab Animal for the pin, Stone Cold hits Triple H <coughs> with a stunner. <laughs> Tri- uh, Stone Cold gets up, hits the APA with a double stunner. As he gets up to pin Triple H, he is greeted by a headshot from Sonny? She nails Stone Cold, drags Triple H on top of him, and gets the three count. Sonny has betrayed the LOD and joined the APA and gifted Triple H the title. Cool. Whoa. Good foreshadowing, Whoa. too. Talk to you guys swerve, later. swerve, bro. Like Is that. that your swerve? That's not my swerve. That's not your swerve. That's, how about that? That's not my. That's my half swerve. How oh, about that? that? Yeah, yeah. Halfway through. That's a half mass that's swerve. A half swerve. You don't even know where my swerve's going, bro. You're gonna. I, don't. I think you're gonna like my swerve. Maybe. I am. I okay. Hold on. I got a drink. Yep. <laughs> Everyone, shut up. We're gonna need a piss break after this right. goddamn Woo. fucking segment. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll take it. We'll take a little break in between. You guys, we'll think it over, and you guys can. And we'll edit know, it. You know, we'll edit. We'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's yeah. Easy. Okay. It's easy. Okay. So. Rod number four. The first rod back from my paper. Okay. Hold on. Got a burp. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, that was a big one. Keep yeah, it was. Stone Cold... Stone Cold opens the show saying he's not leaving this ring until Vince comes out here and gives him his rematch. Vince, of course, comes right out and says that, of course, you'll be a rematch. You're entitled to one. Only at a time and place of my choosing. But, because Vince is such... A gentleman. He'll give Stone Cold a chance to improve his art. If he beats a mystery opponent tonight, he will get to choose the when, but not the why. Or how. I'm sorry. Not the not the why. The how. Okay. Cut to the backstage area. Cactus Jack wants blood. Him and the Funk Brothers are on the warpath. Tearing through the backstage area... Knocking over anybody who gets in their way, they stumble upon The Undertaker. Cactus says he has no hard feelings about the tombstone from last night's and hopes they can still be friends. Offers a handshake, which The Undertaker walks away from. Meanwhile, the LOD are fuming. They too want their rematch, but they want it in a fair fight inside the ring. No outside interference allowed, just good old tag team wrestling. They leave the area, but decide to confront the APA themselves. Knocking on the APA's door, because of course the LOD are fucking polite. <laughs> they enter the poker area, and are met, but are met with standoffish attitudes. The LOD explain what they want. They want their rematch. Tonight, in a fair fight. Let's see who the real men are in Drew League Wrestling. <laughs> and of course the APA happily agree. That's right. The APA and LOD have a great brawling tag team match. And after the LOD nail the Doomsday device, they go for the pin, only to have that fucking whore Sonny jump on the apron and flash her titties Christ. at the LOD. Oh, shit. She's flat. I this know. Is, this is definitely on H- HBO. 
This is definitely on HBO. It was just enough of a distraction that the APA got the upper hand, a dominator, and a clothesline from hell later, and the LOD lost their rematch opportunity. Fucking whore. That bitch. That bitch. Mm-hmm. Just a heads up that Watch Along Express yeah. is a pro-ho podcast. Oh, I'm lit. <laughs> oh, wait till you get... Hold on. Hold on. Just you guys wait. Oh, dear. I'm waiting. The main event has Cactus Jack sitting ringside. And when Stone Cold hits the ring, they have to be pulled apart. Because, of course, Stone Cold just fights anybody who's in his fucking... Like, if you're course, in my, yeah. like, 20-foot radius, you're just like, oh, you're, I'm gonna You're fight. in the fight zone. Yeah, you're, it's like you're the in the fight zone. zone. The fight zone. World. I like that. There you go. That's I like right. that. You're, you're in, in the, the danger zone. zone. The danger You're zone. on the highway zone. All right, we're all we're drinking a Kenny. <laughs> like a oh, that's, that's a flashback, is what that is. Mm-hmm. Damn, if y'all have been listening to us since our Kenny Loggins off, <laughs> Kenny Loggins fan cast episode. Yeah, that was honestly one of my all-time favorite episodes. Okay, <laughs> so Cactus and Stone Cold are being pulled apart. Uh, that's when the lights go out, and of course, gong. gong. The mission opponent is, of course, is of course the Undertaker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The two brawlers do exactly that, all over the ring, all over the outside, lots of punches, lots of kicks, until we get to the finish, where Stone Cold hits Taker with the stunner, only have Cact- only to have Cactus distract the referee, leading to a ref bump. Ooh. The classic double underhook DDT, a tombstone, and the Undertaker gets the pin. As Raw goes off the air. Stone Cold has lost his chance at the when. He still, however, has a chance at the how. Oh. So, mm. Raw number five. Vince opens the show telling us he knows that Stone Cold is going to come out and demand another match to improve his odds against Triple H. Of course. And tonight, he will be able to do that, says Vince. In a gauntlet match. Oops. That's right. <laughs> Five wrestlers of Vince's choosing against Stone Cold for the right to choose the how of his WrestleMania match. Okay. Meanwhile, Cactus Jack and the Funk Brothers are hanging out when the APA approach. The Funk Brothers get a little mouthy. Hey, you insulted him a little bit. You know, you insulted him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And things get tense. Only for Cactus to be the one to step between both teams and keep the peace. After the APA walk away, Cactus tells the brothers that your time is coming very soon. I think you guys are going to appreciate this. I'm excited. The LOD have the night off. After losing so much, you have to keep them off TV for a week to make their impact next week meaningful. True. I'm booking television. If I'm doing this for real, that's really... I sat there and I was like, I'm just going to put them in a dumb match and try to do something for no reason. Why? Yeah. They're, they're Honestly, the best thing I thought of... This is my best move, was I don't need to showcase them doing anything. They just got betrayed. Like, they lost their rematch. They're pissed. Fuck that. They don't need to be here. No, they're yeah. pissed. They're, I they're agree. Yeah, yeah. Right? All right, the gauntlet match. This match opens up with Stone Cold versus Steve Blackman. And that goes about as well as planned for Steve Blackman, which is to say not very well. Wow. Next up is Chains. And now he lasts a few more minutes than Steve, but mostly because he was goose-stepping towards the ring. (laughs) (laughs) 
But a quick stunner put that fuckhead away. The Nazi was followed by two chains. Just kidding. It was actually. Oh no! It was actually two of them. I know. It was actually Jose Estrada Jr., member of the Los Bariquas. He came out next, and Stone Cold laughed and laughed and laughed, and hit him with not one, not two, not three, but four stunners, and then got the win. Then he did the thing where he sits on the top turnbuckle and looks at his watch and like yeah, pretends it's thing. not working. A yeah, yeah. Love that thing. Now, uh, the Godfather comes out next. <laughs> he offers Stone Cold a couple of hoes. Stone Cold politely declines. The hoes and the Godfather leave the ring promptly and go into the back room to do cocaine and fornicate. Wow. Four down, one to go. Wow. To do cocaine and Look, man, that's what they did. I can't tell you. Uh, that's what they do in my fucking wrestling company, all right? That's right. It's HBO. <laughs> it's HBO. It's fine, yeah. It's fine, yeah. Damn right. All right. Four down, one to go. Who could it possibly be? It's Cactus motherfucking Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but before Cactus can get to the ring, Stone Cold attacks, and the two stars <laughs> begin brawling all over the arena, into the back, into the bathrooms, into the popcorn machine, all over the place. Until they finally get into the ring, only to have the lights go out again. Gong. Lights on and the Undertaker is there, with a chair in hand. After, while attempting to decapitate Stone Cold Steve Austin with said chair, he misses and hits Cactus Jack instead, leading to a stunner for Undertaker and a victory for Stone Cold. Stone Cold has won the right to decide the match stipulation. Nice. Whew. Okay. That's yeah, good. almost, yep. almost done, bro. I know. Follow I got you. a couple more here. Take a breath. Right. Everybody Take a breath. with me. All these stories, everything makes sense. You guys yeah. follow and everything. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, it cool. Is, it is nicely right. woven. It has a nice Thank flow. You. It's nicely Thank done. All right. Thank you. All right. Stone Cold opens the show saying he knows exactly what he wants his stipulation to be at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He's got his match with Triple H, with the Triple H, easy for me to say. But he also has, I wrote tissues, but I clearly meant issues. Issues, yeah. <laughs> but he has tissues. He's got tissues as well. Uh, but he also has issues with The Undertaker and Cactus Jack. He knows he has LOD on his side. And he's got friends he can call in. Triple H has the APA. Taker and Undertaker have the Funk Brothers. The way he sees it, once his pal gets here and Triple H goes and pays another guy because he's a blue blood, he's got all the money and he can pay somebody <laughs> to fight for him. That son of a It'll bitch. It'll be four on four on four. And I think there's only one thing that can call, that can be suitable for four on four on four. And that's motherfucking war games, bitch. Mm. All right. We having war games at Mania. That's right. All titles on the line to the winning team. Oh. We all got a tag team. Love that. We all got an intercontinental. We all got a championship. Beer bash. Let's go. Okay. Now. Wow. War games. War games. War yeah. games on DLW on HBO. Make sure to tune in, folks. Make sure to tune I mean, in. I'm pretty sure I'm selling that when yeah. you look at it this way. Look at and the you card, look at Triple too. H. Look at Triple H sitting very smug in the back as he sits with the APA. 
He looks at him, he says, we got our guy. Even more smugly. And then the smugliest way he can possibly say it, he says, when you need help, you look to your friends. Oh. You look to the click. To the click. And X-Pac shows up. Uh, uh, uh. Whoa! Wow, interesting. Oh. That's a good choice. Boom, you hate baby. I do hate X-Pac, but if you told me it was going to be Team Triple H was Triple H, X-Pac, and the APA, I'd be like, all right, that's all right. That's I'll a work. good team. That'll work. Hmm. That works. That works. Meanwhile, Stone Cold is waiting at the parking garage when a limo pulls up. Oh, yeah. A limo? Ric Flair gets out, but he's not here to wrestle. He's just here to see Vince about a job because he's fucking sick of WCW. <laughs> <laughs> so, hold on. Can I pause you really quick? Yes. We sure. we take we take war games from WCW mm-hmm. while they're still in business. Yep. And we take Ric Flair. I'm for a second. He's a cameo. He's just right. he's in and out. It's like, a, is, hey, this, how you doing? Listen, what we're doing is fan fiction here. It, it's fine. That's what I mean. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I Did you guys think I wasn't gonna fit Ric Flair in there somewhere? I am more surprised that Macho Man hasn't made an appearance yet. If I'm being honest, yeah. Like, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna laugh so hard. I was like, is he dead yet? Oh, he's not dead yet. I could put him in. Oh God. But I didn't. But I didn't. Okay, hold on. So we're okay. Uh, Ric Flair gets out of the thing, but he's not wrestling. He's just there to see Vince about the job. Yeah, okay. Another limo shows up. And it's Macho Man. (laughs) This time, it's the (laughs) And he's alright. And then another limo pulls up. And another another limousine shows up. And it's the Ultimate Warrior. Oh my god. This really is WrestleMania, folks. WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) So Stone Cold Steve Austin's partner's limo eventually shows up. But you'll have to wait and see who it is. So how you like that? Oh, it goes black. Ah. The main event is the returning Takamichinoku and Val Venus versus Kai and Tai. It's a great match. It ends with a Michinoku driver into a money shot for the pin. Of course it does. I'm just kidding. That's lame. It's a three-way tag match between Triple H and X-Pac, Taker and Mankind, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and his mystery partner, obviously, Savio motherfucking Vega. Oh, yeah, obviously. That's exactly who I think. <laughs> Naturally. I'll tell you guys after who I did, and then I realized I fucked up, but I'll tell you in a minute. <clears throat> so, it's obviously a wonderful match with many high spots, yep. and it ends with Savio Vega getting the victory over X-Pac. Ooh. Because so, he's the only one who'll ever take the pin. There's no way Triple H is taking that pin. <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. I'm so, right. So, that's your war... And that's it... not war games, though. No, no, no. That was my go-home show. That mm-hmm. was my... Uh, so now we're at Mania. That's right. I'm sorry. Now I lost track of where we were. Okay. So that was my go-home show. Now we're at Mania. And it's the War Games, basically. Every single person that I've involved in this storyline is now involved in War Games. So the undercard is a lot of legend matches, like Harley Race versus Roddy Piper. The Macho Man Randy Savage there he is. versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And of course... The Rock and Roll Express versus the Midnight Express. 
because as the watch along express, gotta have that it. Has to, that has to be it. Drink into let's that. Get to the reason, let's get to the reason we're all here. The gauntlet match featuring basically every single person I booked and all my add-ons. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh. Of now, course. I walk away the for Tarantino part of this comes in, John. I walked first. Yeah. I walked away for a second. A second. And fucking Macho Man is there. He's fighting <laughs> Ricky Steamboat, buddy. Ricky the Dragon, baby. It's true. All right. The ta- the teams for War Games are Triple H, the champion, accompanied by APA, accompanied by Sonny, and X-Pac. Yeah. The Undertaker, Cactus Jack, and the Funk Brothers. Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Legion of Doom, and Savio Vega. Now, this is your basic War Games match. Awesome, well-paced, perfect execution all around. Lots of yep. cool high spots. Everybody gets to hit their finishers. Uh, the LOD does a doomsday device to every single member of the other teams. Like They just keep <laughs> picking them up and doing it, and picking them up and doing it, and then they're all laid out in the ring. It's yep. awesome. But as always, as we get to the finish, yeah, that fucking slut Sonny tries to interfere. <laughs> that fucking slut. But this time, the LOD is not distracted and knocks Sonny off the ring right through JR's announce table. Oh, no, not his table. Well, that's the last straw for good old JR. Oh, damn, son. And he grabs Triple H's sledgehammer. And he gets... <laughs> Come on. And he he gets into the War Games cage. And he's cleaning house, knocking everybody out. Andrew forgot to put JR in until the last minute. (laughs) Ah! Until he gets to the final two of Stone Cold and Triple H. Yeah. And And Triple H looks like he's defeated. Oh, no. This is JR's. JR and Stone Cold. They're boys. Oh, no. Oh he no! Into the corner while Stone Cold walks up to Jr. and puts his arm around him. Jr. takes a deep breath, looks old Stone Cold right in the eyes, and says, "Don't you dare! I never liked you anyway." No! Don't you dare! Bam! Right between the eyes. Triple H looks stunned as he crawls over for the pin. Jr. does the honors. The one. Two, three, as Sonny and the APA celebrate and mark the beginning of the newest faction, the Dynasty. Boo! 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 That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. John John with the the fucking call out. (laughs) It's fine. You know what? It works. It works. I it missed works. what you said, John. I said I... Andrew forgot JR until the last minute. <laughs> no, I didn't. That's why it's a Tarantino movie. Because you thought I forgot about him. Yeah. And then I brought it all around. That's fucking It was JR all along. It was JR all along. He's the one who sent Sonny to the APA. It was JR all along. That goddamn. Steve Austin. All right. That's right. sneaky Oklahoman. That's sneaky, man. That's there. amazing. Oh, Round of applause for Andrew. Their sneakiness. Round of applause for Andrew. It actually took Andrew. about a half. Thank you, Very man. Good. I appreciate I like that. That's that awesome. That's fucking hilarious. That's so yeah, goddamn funny. That did wrap I up knew... in a. It wrapped up in a good, satisfying way. I will say. That's fun. I I knew 
when you guys said something halfway through, I was like, they have no idea where I'm going with this. Oh, that was funny as hell. Hook, line, and sinker. So, all right. Hell yeah, I'm going to roll a fatty, McFat fat, and just... I gotta take uh, such a piss. Pause. We'll be right back. Me too. We'll pause, and folks, we'll be right back. All right, with, you guys, with me. Yeah. We'll pause right now. But yeah, Andrew, awesome, awesome job. That was. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, yeah, and I'm it, gonna, I'm gonna say this, and I, it might, I. It does not mean no, that it's not a bad thing it. at all. It, no, say it's it. like it's like how it. It reminds me of how WWE writes, but good if that makes sense good (laughs) no hold on think about what you said it reminds you of how wwe writes but good yes but do you do you you get what i'm kind of saying where it's just like you know it's not um how do i even put it It, it, it's just like there's a there's a formula in a way and yeah but you don't you never made anything that at least didn't make sense for me i feel like I, i definitely understood where everyone was coming from and ultimately like as a viewer, when I finally got to WrestleMania and we did the the war games, I'd be like, oh, okay, so that's why we're setting up all these guys and putting them all together in this way and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I definitely absolutely. I enjoyed that. Thank you, man. Well, that's why yeah. I said it's like I didn't want to be like, hey, I read a Tarantino movie. But I kind of did. Like, I took three different groups and I was like, okay, yeah, these yeah, are the yeah. characters I have. How do I get them together? Keep this in mind. There was a whole point where I had Triple H not do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, Triple H, he just didn't do anything for, like, a week to, like, like three weeks. But yeah, I didn't yeah. need him to do anything. He was already set by being at WrestleMania yeah, no, you, because you, you of the Royal to, Rumble thing. You knew when to pump the brakes with certain stars and when to bring him back into the fold. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, right, I like cool, that a cool, lot. Cool. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. That honestly, was really I appreciate good, that now. I'm going to shut the fuck up and listen to you guys talk because honestly, I've talked more in the first 40 minutes of this pod than I have in any other pod like combined. <laughs> well, I don't know Perhaps. about that. I don't know, I don't about, know about that. that. Maybe, maybe not, but. <laughs> but you've certainly talked so, quite a bit. But that's thanks. okay. That's what this pod is about, right? Yeah, we yeah, want to chat about it. We, we want to hear the stories. I think we'll. I want to hear, hear your storylines. Once we hear everyone's too, I think we can talk more about each individual as well. Yeah, like I said, this is going to be a long pod, so strap in, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Johnny Boy, I think you're up next, bro. Johnny All right. Boy. Cool. So, um, I, um, for my my categories, my world champion was Shawn Michaels. My intercontinental champion was Jeff Jarrett. My tag team was the New Age Outlaws. My female talent was China. My announcer was Jerry the King Lawler. And my wild card was Owen Hart. Um, so I will say again, keep in mind the twist of what's probably going to happen is probably going to be pretty obvious just based on my pick and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, uh, like, if it's like, well, well don't yeah. Keep it, telling us yeah. that. Well, I mean, like, but I mean, it's you're going to, like, trust me, by the first few paragraphs, you're going to get it. You know what I'm saying? But okay. You, you got to kind of pretend it's in a world where you don't know what, what I have at my disposal. Right. Right. So, that's well, here's, just... so, there, so there's that, but also we're booking a territory so you can look at it as like you're pitching people, you're telling people what you're going to do. Like, my whole thing, I kind of thought of it as like if I were to bring my wrestling idea to these people, mm-hmm. here's how I'd pitch it to them. I'd yeah. say, look, there's my story. Do you want to pay for this? Because this is going to sell the fuck out. Okay, so that, all right, that's interesting. So what right. I will say about mine as well too is it's less um, 
less segmented in the sense like I don't have like specific like you know raw number one raw number two or whatever yeah so, yeah, yeah. I have kind of like more nebulous you, although, ideas although um, I thought that was a nice touch by Andrew yeah I, I appreciate that that definitely the way you organize it mine is more of like a broad strokes sort of thing that's fine so yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just as a preface yeah. All right. We'll so, probably interrupt yours more because of that, where absolutely. mine was so linear, and it was just like, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened. Yes. I absolutely. think you yours is going to open us up for a little bit more conversation. And It'll definitely, like, if something's like, hey, what about this? What about that? Just let me know. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to. We're but we going to poke holes. All right. So <clears throat> the um. This starts off with Shawn Michaels, because this is fictionalized, so Shawn Michaels breaking off from the WWE to form his new wrestling promotion, the Supreme okay. High Octane Action Wrestling Nexus. S-H-A-W-N. <laughs> I'm already 100% in. I'm already... I, what, what is your streaming app and how much does it cost? <laughs> I'm already 100% so in. It's, I love it. So a, Shawn on. Michaels, a Shawn Michaels only streaming app? Let's go. <laughs> I love I that. That's fucking hilarious. Fuck y'all. I'm out. Here's my company, and I named it yeah. after me. <laughs> Fuck you. Exactly. Hold on. Can, so, can you give me the – hold on. Before you go on, can you give yeah. me the acronym again? It's, <laughs> it's the Supreme High Octane Wrestling Nexus. <laughs> okay, so and and this would be important for like the 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 reality of 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 the company. It, it would be like you know he would be underneath. It would be like the blank the whatever company presents the Sean I, experience. You know, because it would. Can actually, I give you? A, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yes, I'm. I see what you're saying for sure. Can I give you an investor? Should it be just be Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys. <laughs> yes, yes, Jerry I mean, Jones. He's from Texas, and he's he's got he's bottomless, and so hey. Yeah, there he can, you go. He can go at it with Tony Khan because Tony Khan's dad owns the Jaguars. So like, oh wow, absolutely, yeah. So they they have their wrestling promotion, which presents Sean. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right? It would right, present so Sean. You, right, you get it right. <laughs> So he he gathers in this kind of uh, anticipation. He gathers his closest allies. He he gets the New Age Outlaws. He gets China, and he gets the King Jerry the King Lawler. He recruits him because the King obviously loves Sean. Um, Triple H is not there for he. I guess he just stayed with some other he... dumb wrestling promotion like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, and... I took a shot at you. You take a shot yeah, at me. Here, no, here, I here. like it. I'm in. So. But he he gets his allies together, but to fill out the promotion, obviously he needs to get some other workers. But he's been specific about enlisting wrestlers that are good enough to do the work, but don't have the star power that could outshine him. You know, he's not he's not stupid. He's not going to have the wrestlers come in that, uh, you know. So some of them like Sean, some don't. But as far as they're concerned, he pays well. Um, and one among them happens to be Jeff Jarrett. So. Ah! Ooh. On the first night of his program, the Sean Experience you know, <laughs> acronym, um, he is and his, and his crew of loyalists come out to this uproarious applause at San Antonio, Texas, for the first night. You know, the hometown of, course, of, of course. why, why wouldn't it be? Um, he announces, you know, things are going to be a little bit different around here uh, than what you're used to. What I say goes, since I'm the best, I know the best. So the best is what you're all going to get. And more cheers. Um, it becomes clear that Sean is, you know, 
kind of taking on a, a commission commissioner managerial role um, as well as kind of like creating this promotion. So he declares that no company worth anything kicks off the program without some titles and that uh, his titles are going to have to come with some prestige attached from the beginning. So he confers each of the titles to one of his loyal crew um, without any fan, no matches, no nothing. He just hands them out. He is going to be the world champion and the intercontinental champion. Uh, the New Age Outlaws will hold the tag team, and of course, China will get the women's belt. Um, and naturally, JR, or not JR, the King is, you know, the head announcer. He's the head interview guy. He's the he's the, the man behind everything with the announce table and all that kind of thing. So, you know, you get mostly positive reaction from the crowd. It's a very pro Sean crowd. He's, he's in San Antonio after all. But, you know, we'd kind of see, like, back in the locker room here and there that, and this is kind of where I'm talking about things are nebulous. I'm not, like, talking about specific scenes this would just be something that kind of is presented over time mm-hmm. but in the locker room we'd show scenes of like you know the boys back are, are frustrated you know this is kind of like you know you'd see some vignettes throughout the program where they're like you know this is kind of stupid like oh they just get the belts for nothing you know kind of thing like that um and double j is pretty vocal about how he thinks it's bullshit but hey they pay well they need them there etc cetera, etc cetera. um so anytime that you know this is Sean's confronted about playing favorites. He's like, you know, if you want the titles, come take them. Like, they're, they're here. You know, we'll, we'll give you a chance, whatever. Um, and so kind of fast-forwarding through the next months, we have challengers come for each of the chat titles. Uh, they're most of the time absolutely definitely outclassed by Sean and the New Age Outlaws and China. Um, you know, they are awesome wrestlers, so it's not that we make them look weak or anything like that. But whenever it looks like someone might pull one over on one of these one of these dudes something unforeseen always happens right so that renders the match like invalid or canceled or tips the odds into one of the i call them like the loyalists favors right mm-hmm. so, oh you know, see that's your group loss, okay there you, you know. go so, so they're the loyalists right there so you got surprise stipulations change in contracts interferences you know someone's about to win the tag titles and sean's like well actually you know i, I as the commissioner like we just checked your contract and uh, it's up today and uh, you're gonna have to re-sign before you have the match <laughs> whatever stuff like you know total heel shit like that right or, or, oh, actually, you know, at the last minute, I'm going to change Corporation style. Yeah, you, you got it. You got it, right? So even when someone's clearly about to take it, take a title, it never happens because Sean manipulates it so they can't. And during this whole time, he never once defends his world champ belt. Never defends it once. Doesn't even take a match for, for the same type of, like, kind of, oh, I can't tonight because I have this going. I, oh, uh, that, I'm not fighting you, you know, this kind of thing. He never defends it. But, of course, he's out every night with the belts, you know, parading him around, the heartbreak kid, just, like, selling it. And, uh, you know, and in between all of this, and this is important, and this is where you guys are going to probably figure out where I'm going with this potentially. In in the backgrounds, be- behind the scenes, every so often, you see, like, a, you know, during an interview or, or, or during a match, you can see this figure in black um, kind of moving around in the, in the behind the scenes. It's never drawn attention to. But, you know, every now and again, people are, are just kind of turning over their shoulders like, did you see that? What was behind us? You know, that kind of thing. It'd be all sprinkled in every now and again, right? Um, so, again. They're out at the club, and all of a sudden, they're just like, what was that? Yeah, did you guys see that? that? Or they're doing, like, an interview at Gorilla, right? And, and you just see, like, this figure, like, moving behind the scenes. Um, it would be very, like, you know, like I said kind of before, I don't have, like, a specific timeline for this. I'm just kind of like, this would be sprinkled in, if you can imagine, right? So hold on, if I yes, may. Yes, please, by all means. 
So when you say that, when you're like, I'm not sure. This, this is like from the beginning of when you start to take over to like up to the first pay-per-view. Yeah, we're, like we're, we're going right. Through, we're kind of fast forwarding through some months right now. So, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. OK, so hold on. So the, mm-hmm. so what I'm asking, though, is this isn't over the whole year. No, like no, no. Incur- this is right. oh, okay. We're, yes, exactly, exactly. So this is just kind of started. This this is like the first early months of the company. This is happening. Perfect. Cool. Because so, that that thank you. Okay. Right. Per- so I'm I- with you. This is a good way to do this as well. I did mine differently. Obviously, mine was very fucking structured. Yeah. But yeah. this is good. I like this because your your brand it's a it's a wide scope. It's a yes. It's a wide brush. Okay. Cool. So after these these kind of months go by and Sean and his and his loyalists are cheating. People are starting, you know, and this is kind of an assumption, but, like, obviously, this would be my pitch, hopefully, and then, like, you know, things could pivot. But, you know, the idea is that people are kind of starting to turn on Sean a little bit. Like, he still has people in the crowd that are cheering for him, but, you know, people are getting kind of discontent. Like, hey, you're not defending little... your title. Like, you're you're acting like a like you, you're the best ever, but you're not really playing fair. You know, that kind of thing. Little Brock Lesnar style. Yeah, right. you got it. Yeah. And so... The discontentment, discontentment in the crowd is growing, but in the locker room, it's reaching like a boiling point. People are like pissed off. Like, what are we doing here? What's the point? Like, are we just here to just like, you know, be crushed on the heel of this dude? Um, and kind of like in in between that, in, importantly, during all this, we would at some point catch a scene of Jeff Jarrett talking to someone on the phone. But we never hear anything and he hangs up and kind of walks away. Just kind huh. of see that happening at some point, but he's you know he's in the locker room a lot talking to the folks and kind of getting them riled up a little bit. And in between there, we get that kind of scene. He's being so, a renegade. Yes, yeah, kind of some something's brewing with 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 Jeff Jarrett. So um, after uh, one of these pay per views that happens in one of these nights on the regular schedule program, Sean's out and he's you know having this long belabored victory speech, you know you know, about how we're, you know, I'm the best and like, no one can beat me and blah, blah, blah. And again, it's like a mixed reaction to the crowd. The crowd kind of likes it, but there's definitely some people that are like, you know, fuck you, you know, which is what we'd want. Let's go see. Yeah. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Jeff comes out at that point and he says what's on everyone's mind or what he thinks is on everyone's mind, which is we're tired of you manipulating things to keep your cronies at the top. I want you to put on an honest match. And Sean, thinking that he has the approval of the crowd, goes to kind of shoo him away, but to his surprise, the crowd starts to kind of cheer for Jeff a little bit more. And Sean kind of, you know, raises an eyebrow, he's kind of looking around, like, you know, what's what's going on, sort of thing. And, uh, you know, after kind of seeing match after match, which, which Sean's winning every single time with his cronies, they kind of want to see something different. So kind of based on the crowd's reaction, um, he agrees to this. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll, sure, Jeff, we'll do that. We'll do the IC title match. Not get, I'm not fighting you for the championship because you're a nobody, but I'll give you a shot yeah. at the IC, right? He's that, that kind of attitude. So um, he promises no changes at the limit, last minute, uh, no one at ringside, just an honest match. Uh, and he says, you know, since the people want some more excitement, we're going to make it a ladder match. He basically invented the damn match so he can look huh. good even with dead weight like you, Jeff Jarrett. Wow. Um, wow. The belt will be locked. However, he wants the belt to be locked with a key. And they'll get a copy, but so he doesn't accidentally get lucky, right? He wants to lock it up. So normally you, you climb up yep. to the ladder and unlock, but he's like, you'll, there'll be a key. That way you don't just like get up there by happenstance and right. dangle on it and, and you get the match. Like you gotta, you gotta earn it. You gotta put me away like for real to, to, to do it. So Jeff agrees. And then throughout like the next, so this would be like at the top of the month that this 
happens, and this is leading up to you know the next pay-per-view, whatever it is, the Sean whatever, right? Jeff agrees, and throughout the next month, we have tensions building between these loyalists and Jeff. He tries to rally some of the other workers in the locker room, but they're too scared or uninterested to fight back. Each week, Sean books some sort of exhibition match featuring Jeff with the odds totally stacked against Jeff, trying to break his spirit, and each time Jeff falls short. So he never he's not winning these exhibition matches. You know, it's it's a 3v1 or it's a street fight right. or something, right, right, right. You know, whatever, right? So, and in between this, he's also harassed by, you know, the New Age Outlaws in China and even the King in different ways, but he kind of presses on. So, the night of that pay-per-view comes and, you know, um, hold on. Did I miss this? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, so the night of the match, I have to fill this in because I had it written down. So, at the night, the night of the match comes, this pay-per-view, where Sean and Jeff are going to have this IC title showdown. And right as it's going to happen, uh, Jeff comes down totally beat up, totally injured. Um, we don't hmm. see what happened at all. Um, but, you know, the king kind of remarks like, oh, well, he must have had a bad fall or something like that. And, you know, Sean, uh, you know, the crowd looks shocked and boos. And Sean just smirks and kind of shrugs his shoulders. Um, Jeff has to almost like hobble to the ring, but he still wants to fight. Despite his injuries, he and Sean go tit for tat in the squared circle, you know, We've talked about this a lot, but I think Jeff Jarrett is a good enough worker to actually put on a good match. He's a good Sean, wrestler. Right? Right? He's good they're, at his job. They're gonna have, He's they're just gonna annoying as shit. Right. And so they're going to have like a good – but hopefully people are building with him. And the initial idea was to have him be like people don't like him, but, you know, Sean's attitude sort of turns people to him. But So you have these tons of close calls, but Sean finally looks like he's victorious. Finally looks like he's going to win. He climbs the ladder, and they have this camera zoom in on the lock. Sean tries to open it, but it won't budge, and it becomes obvious that it's not the right key. Oh, and just as oh this no. dawns on him, Jeff rallies and power bombs him like through a table or something like that. Jeff climbs <laughs> up, opens the lock with ease, and gets the icy title. Camera zooms in on the victor, and just in frame in the background, the same masked figure tucks away into the crowd. Um just have that Son like in the background it never, it would, never be point, it would never be pointed out right but it would always just be there for people to kind of notice um sean recovers um sean recovers and is totally furious but seemingly not with jeff he runs up to the king and through the headset we can hear him ask like what the hell happened and just then a camera feed cuts to the big screen um it's sean and uh, his cronies in Sean's office. It's like a, it's like a CCTV, and they're discussing <laughs> how they're gonna give Jeff a dummy key just in case. You know, not that I'm worried, but flukes happened, and I can't have that nobody holding one of my belts. Um, he tells everyone to keep quiet about it, and he instructs lawyer Lawler to make the keys, and the king eagerly agrees, hoping to please Sean. So after that cuts out um, from the main feed, you know, people are starting to boo as they see that Sean actually did try to cheat. Uh, and trick uh, Jeff. I mean, how dare uh, he? So sh yeah, so Sean yeah, runs really. over, right? Sean goes over to Gorilla, and he's 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 yelling at the tech guys as they're trying to like figure out what's going on. They're like, "Sir, we don't know. Like, oh, we can't cut it. We don't know what's happening." And the crowd kind of boos then as Sean and his cronies start beating on the king for what appeared oh. to be a great yeah. betrayal or hopeless inadequacy. It seems that the oh, king, wow. you know, totally fucked up, right? This is this is. You're good. Good job, John. Are we liking this, this is, so far? This is awesome, yeah. dude. Seriously, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay. So the next night, 
on the regular program, Sean announces that the king will no longer be ringside as he can clearly not be trusted to a mixed reaction from the crowd. Um, they'll be looking for replacements, but in the meantime, Sean is going to fill in as kind of the announcer. And this is obviously, you know, met with a mixed reaction. And as kind of the rest of the story plays out, basically just because we want to keep the king employed, I want to think about what would he be doing. He's just going to job out to random nobodies as punishment, like Gilberg or whatever, right? And he's <laughs> going to be like humiliated <laughs> essentially, right? That's good. So he goes on to state, Sean continues that the IC title will actually going to be returned to him on a technicality, but uh, what happens? The crowd pff, drowns him out in booze. Right. Right. He's gonna. He's just tried to weasel it out again, but the crowd's not having it. Um, he says, "You know, you you all want Jeff, you know, J Triple J to be your IC champ." Um, Jeff goes wild. He comes out on the ramp with the belt. And he says, just kind of echoing what Sean said earlier, like, "If you want this belt, you can come take it." Crowd goes goes crazy again, uh, but now it's cheering. So Sean, belligerent, sends uh, Road Dog and Billy Gunn after uh, Jeff. They track him down, but now Jeff is flanked by two wrestlers that we've been that we've seen going for the tag team belts previously, and <laughs> it goes like this: It's D'Lo Brown and Taka Michinoku. <laughs> yes. It's D'Lo yes. Brown and Taka Michinoku. <laughs> yes. uh, I I tried to us, I tried to come both up. Both of us use Taka. Yeah, I tried to come up with a a, a name for their tag team, uh, like uh, their name. I I could only come up with the Black Samurai. It would be like Ew. a double it would be like a double thing where it's like you know obviously like they're both you know they're ethnicities but they also would like wear all yeah. black or something like that i don't know something like sure. that yeah i don't know. like yeah. take take out uh, take out sure why not uh but the di dynamic would be similar to when talk and jbl with her team because that was hilarious and no one did that mm -hmm. so mm. right that, yes, that's if what the, if the right? dynamic was was uh d-lo taking taka to strip clubs and yeah, like shit. smoking weed and like smoking weed and shit. Like, watch, that'd be fucking hilarious. Whatever. Yes, you're, you're yeah. getting it. You understand, right? Go a Jay Z concert. <laughs> I, said a, I said watching Dragon Ball Z, but yeah, either way. Well, not quite, but same difference. Well, I mean, hey, it's, you know, it's it's there. Um, so, but kind of like something else. I just didn't put this earlier because I didn't want to get it bloated. But like, you know, basically what would happen is like D'Lo and Taco would be going through the same thing that Jeff had been going through, meaning like. You know, they're always in the arm's reach of these titles, but they're always screwed over at the last second, etc. Um, now, so the the New Age Outlaws try to assault Jeff, um, but he's backed up by the, his two new kind of comrades. Um, and now with the tables turned, the Outlaws try to flee, but they're overtaken. And Jeff and his new allies head to the stage. And he says to Sean, I'll tell you what, you give these two a go at the titles, just like you gave me a go at the title. And I'll give you a deal. If they lose, I'll give up my belt, no problem. You'll you'll get my belt. But if they win, I got a shot at the championship belt, um, which you've never defended, right? You've never defended that once. Or specifically, sorry, you have to give someone a shot at the championship belt. That's what he says. So not that I'm gonna get a shot. You have to you have to put up your belt as like a, a potential kind of thing, right? Like yep. collateral, right? Yeah, collateral. Yeah. So the crowd All cheers, right. Sean, and. Oh, that, uh, oh. Start. Can I interrupt? So yes, please. You're almost doing sort of what I did. Now I don't want to. I don't mean that as a negative or anything like that. Oh, what yeah. I'm saying is, the 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 belt is always like the carrot. Yes. Yeah. And for so Sean specifically, right? Definitely. Right. I think it, the belt always has to be the carrot. I just I noticed that I didn't want to forget it, so I wanted to say it before we before we can. But I like yeah, I like that, how John. I think is, I like how John has taken a completely different approach 
to that than you, Andrew, where, where his is more of like, fuck you, dude, you have all these things and you're not even, you know what I mean? Right. Whereas yours is more of right. a traditional wrestling story, but really fun, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm just as intrigued as, with John's story as I was with mine, which like that's, but it's basically in essence, it's the carrot on the stick. You yeah, want yeah. this, come fucking get it, but I'm going to make this as difficult as possible for you to get it. Right. Exactly. All right. So, uh, John? No, please. I, I, I appreciate the introductions, genuinely. Um, so, <clears throat> so yeah, you know, he, he's kind of, um, you know, Jeff Jeff kind of puts that, like, give these two a title shot for their tag teams, and if they lose, you know, I'll give up my title back to you, etc. You know, if right. you lose, you got to put up your championship belt. The crowd cheers, and Sean kind of starts to see that the crowd, like, he's looking back and forth, like, the crowd's, you know, cheering them on, and he's like, you know, normally he's in control. Normally they're in the palm of his hand, you know, that kind of thing. But right. now they're kind of, you know, they're they're turning, so he's like, all right, you know, fine, fine. We'll, we'll see you at the next pay-per-view, and it'll be a hardcore tag team match. So the crowd cheers, oh, yeah. and Sean yeah. smiles, right? Sean's like, all right, they're, you know, they're back. He's always looking for that admiration of the crowd, right? That's kind of like his character. Which is so, very, which is, is very Sean. So I like how you yes, caught. Right. You, like you, Hoping I, that I'm, you're, I'm, you're doing Sean. You're doing Sean better than I did. Would have done Sean. Let me tell you that. I appreciate that. Because I would have just made him the hero. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I'm trying to. I would. Well, to... I would. Oh no, wait a minute. He's my yeah. favorite. If you guys were of like, course, hey, you get course. to have Macho Man or Ric Flair, I'd have been like, well, then they're the hero. Like, yeah, of course. I'm, That's I, this I, is I awesome, think... John. I am loving this. Yeah, this is really great. Because. I'm trying to play to Sean's strengths, I think, and I think he's stronger as a heel. In a he's lot a ways. better heel. He yeah. always was. So as this is again like at the top of a month, so you have a whole month of build up to the next pay per view, um, and during that time, the same kind of thing plays out with that it did with Jeff, meaning that each week Sean is booking an exhibition match featuring Jeff or um, Taka and. Um, and Tilo, where the odds are stacked against them. He's trying to break their spirit, trying to bring them down. Uh, but since they've been banding together now, they sometimes are able to overcome the odds, um, but not always. Usually they're getting put down by, you know, the New Age Outlaws or whoever, right? Or Sean himself or, or whatever. But now together, they're starting to build up, right? They're starting to get a little bit stronger and kick back. Right. And in between, they're harassed by these loyalists in various ways. But now this new alliance is sometimes able to kind of strike back, right? So that's hmm. they're they're building up their power, kind of. So the night Can of I just the tell you, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry to interrupt. I fucking love the loyalist. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A... I think that name is fuck. That's Every time awesome. you say that's it, I'm so just wrestling. Like, what a good, good name! Oh, what a good name! I was kind of wow, just like, wow, that's a great I'm name. Sort of like, man, nah, so I almost thought it was lame. I'm glad you guys like no. it. No, yeah, yeah. I that's I'm just speaking for me. That name because. It's exactly what you're saying. Like you have the leader, and then everybody else, China and the New Age, they're the loyalists. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Cool. And you could recruit, like, and I'm just saying, like, for future, like, whatever you do, but you could recruit to the loyalists. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I like, you couldn't, you can't, you can't recruit DX. Yeah, you're yeah, either yeah. in DX or you ain't word yeah yeah. But you can recruit to the loyalists. Yeah, come join the loyalists. You know, where the we know where it's at. Yeah. I, Sorry. Go I ahead. Don't, no, I, I like where you're going. I think it, it's, we're going to touch on that later. So the night of this Ooh. pay-per-view comes where, you know, um, this tag team title is going to be up for, for grabs. And the, the crowd's totally red hot. 
Sean in his new position as more of like an announcer right now is just going through the back, talking to everybody, getting the crowd hyped up, you know, he's just kind of standing in for the king, so he's just trying to be like the, the MC, you know, kind of thing. And yep. uh, he's he's going through, he's talking to everybody, and at one point he encounters Road Dog getting hyped up in uh, in Road Dog's dressing room, and he asks, uh, "Hey, where where's Billy Gunn? Shouldn't shouldn't you guys be getting ready?" And and Road Dog looks at Sean, just like, "I thought you wanted to talk to him in your office." China came by, <gasps> China came by about ten minutes ago or, or you know, thirty minutes ago and told us that. Sean looks confused. He says, "What what the hell are you talking about?" And cut to commercial. Or whatever, right? Cut to a quick, quick break. Cut back to Sean. Guess, guess, Meanwhile, it's, it's kind of a cape. It's a pay per view, so that wouldn't make sense. Anyway, either way, we do like a no, cut. No, you gotta, John. You gotta do the. Meanwhile. Yeah. So we cut, but we we do a cut of some kind, or, or maybe <laughs> we just follow them. But we come to Sean and Road Dog coming up to the door of Sean's office, where Billy Gunn is laying down, howling in pain, gripping his ankle, and Sean's like, "What? What the hell happened?" And uh, all all. Billy Gunn is able to say, "Is like China, you know, China told me to come up here to meet you, but after oh. a few minutes, the light went out, and, and next thing I know, someone's on top of me, and they nearly broke my leg. And then they're they're kind of like figuring what's going on. China shows up during the commotion. She's like, "What happens?" And Sean just goes off. He's like, "Get out! I'll deal with you later." Uh, and she just looks absolutely like, totally confused. Like, what, Sean? Like, what are you talking about, Sean? Like, what you you called me and told me to." tell billy gunn to come up here like what are you talking about Ooh. and she's just pissed off Ooh, so i like where Sean's, you're going she leaves um and he picks up billy and by his by his collar and he says we're getting you a medic and then you better get in your ass and gear you're not gonna lose me my belts uh, <laughs> kind of and it's kind of starting to become apparent uh it's not just the ic and the and the the world championship belts sean feels like all the belts are sean's right that's kind of the, the vibe that's cool for. that's really cool so he storms off he leaves billy and road dog in silence and clearly they're both like anxious so next kind of next scene or you know have a couple maybe a match but whatever right next we see china confront sean she's like what the hell like why'd you do that to billy like what the fuck are you doing dude and he's like you know you did that you, like you lied you told him to go up to my office she's like I, she's like, I got a call from you, Sean, to tell me to tell Billy to go up to the office. And Sean's like, that's impossible. You're full of shit. You know, so this is kind of like confusing thing. And China's like, you know, Sean, you've totally lost it after what you did to the king, after like the, your total behavior and all this shit. Um, you're on your own. I'm not interested in working for you anymore. He berates her. He's like, I didn't need you anyway. You're just arm candy. You're just here to make me look good. And China clearly upset you kind of see her like tense up she just kind of nods her head and just holds back and she walks off right fast forward to the title match it's totally brutal billy guns in the ring with road dog taka and Delo. i mean they're just having a fucking war um in the ring you know <laughs> with taka michinoku you, taka michinoku yeah i mean tell me it wouldn't be a good match personally I, I'm it'd be amazing you it's not it would right. be awesome. There would be high flying action. That's all what over I'm saying. Place. Like you have two brawlers or something. And I'm drinking on Taka Really? 
I'm drinking you know, a taka. taka up. I'm drinking ups. a taka up. I'm picturing yeah. I'm picturing Michinoku Driver into Frog Splash. You know. Mm-hmm. You know oh wow. That kind of yeah. Stuff. You know, just John, tons of crazy stuff. I I said I was like fr- t- Michinoku Driver into the money shot. Dude, yeah, yeah. Pretty, I, we I, we had the same thing written when you said that. I was like, there, there you go. Pretty much. Did so, you? Re- oh, so. you hold on. You really? When you when I said that, you were like, fuck. I wrote that too. Pretty much, because D'Lo Brown does a frog yes. splash, so yeah. Yes. I mean, it's a, no, great, but... it's a great setup, you know what I mean? So... <laughs> I know. That's great then... minds sometimes greatness. do think alike. Greatness, yeah. greatness, greatness, right? I'm mean, also brothers, very excited. And, how... Hey, brothers, we share the same DNA, man. I'm brothers. also very excited how different mine is than all of yours. So yeah, I anyway. promise we're we're get, we're getting there. I'm sorry this is long. I, I, no, 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 you're good, dude. I'm thoroughly good... enjoying this, and I really enjoyed Andrew. This is this is a great episode. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I'm loving this. It's only been an hour and a half, guys. Like, oh, okay, we got time. Yeah, that's true. We're good. All right, good. So, so this match begins like I said, solely brutal. And it's like Sean's on commentary. He's talking shit. He's like, you know, my boys are gonna be fine. Like, don't worry about it. You know, you know, blah blah blah. But the tides start to turn, obviously. Like, Taka and D'Lo are making grounds. Billy just can't do anything. It's a point where his leg just he can't even stand anymore. And so Sean starts to lose it. And just as the scales are starting to tip in Taka and D'Lo's favor, he starts to get up, and he's about to interfere. You can see, like, uh, you know, D'Lo's on top of, you know, Road Dog or whatever, about to pin him. Sean's about to get in there, tears his headset off. He's about to go in, um, and... Just out of frame, China comes crashing in with a huge clothesline um, to hit Sean off off of his feet. Um, and you know, she said some she says something like, you know, you know, I like I was loyal to you, Sean, and you fucked me over, and you know, fuck you, kind of thing. Like this is what you also, get. For... Hey, so yours is on Showtime. I'm yeah. on <laughs> You know, but she's she's just like, you know, I did this because you just tried to accuse me of some shit that I didn't do. Like, fuck you. Right. So the Taka and D'Lo are able to put away the titles and they win. So Sean gets on stage after all of this, after he, he loses his other titles, quote unquote, and he starts berating the New Age Outlaws. Uh, Billy Gunn, in terrible pain, just gets in Sean's <coughs> face finally. And he's like, you know, yeah, I, my leg's nearly broken. Like, what do you want me to do? Sean, boom, does a huge kick to to Billy Gunn's leg, who just, like, howls in pain, and Road Dog tries to, like, get him off of him, and Sean backs up, slaps him, hits him with a super kick, um, and Road Dog just collapses on the floor. He shocks, he collects himself, though, kind of, like, locks eyes with Sean, kind of realization that this whole kind of thing is broken down. Um, and he picks up Billy Gunn and the both of them kind of leave, leave the ring, just leaving Sean kind of in his own kind of mess, so to speak. Right. Um, so Sean stands up and he's in this just cacophony of booing, this hail of booing as after he's done all this, like he's fucked over China, he's fucked over the King. He's fucked over the new age outlaws. He picks up the mic and he's like, you know, tells everyone to shut up. You know, you think, you know, what's best for the company. You don't know anything. I know what's best because I am the best. And just then, poof, another video pops up on the big screen, and it's Sean's office again. And the oh, file, no. the file has the date of the pay-per-view where Sean Jeff fought Jeff in the ladder match, the one where the keys didn't work, right? So this, it's dated in the, in the corner of this kind of CCTV. Oh yeah, yeah you gotta get the 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 real kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And we can see a figure move, the figure that we've seen before in the background. He's moving into the, <laughs> he's moving into 
uh, Sean's office, and he opens up a drawer, and he holds up two keys. He takes a key from the drawer and takes a key from his office, and he deliberately looks at the camera and holds them up and swaps them and uh, puts one back in, um, in his, the other one back in his pocket. And then we cut to another video, and it's dated from earlier that evening of this pay-per-view, the one in which the titles were on the line. And it shows the same figure sneaking to Sean's office again and hiding in a closet or, you know, whatever. It fast forwards to Billy Gunn entering the office and Billy Gunn kind of waiting around, looking for, waiting for Sean to come. Uh, and then the figure comes out of the, the room, he hits the lights, and you hear this commotion in the background. And as soon as the lights flash on, come back on, Billy's unconscious on the ground, reeling from pain on his like with his leg. And the figure stands motionlessly. Um... For a moment looking at the camera and he produces a piece of paper in his pocket and writes something down on the paper folds it up and he places it somewhere in the office that would be hard to spot maybe like between a book or something like that just something that's not obvious right so sean starts raving like who's that who is that and he starts to head to his office and then over the speaker it's sean's voice that says sean you may be the best but now you're all alone Sean continues on, he gets to his office, and he finds that note that this figure planted, and it simply says, Sean, dot, 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 enough is enough. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yes! Yes! Sean, yes! Yes! Sean yes! slams his fist on the table, and his phone rings in the office. It's his, and he picks it up, and it's his own voice again. And it says, Sean, if you're ready to end this... I want a match. Seanomania for the belt. The belt. Seanomania. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course, right? Um, Sean frowns. He's like, fine, fine. Who, who are you? Where are you? Tell me who this is. And uh, the voice says, just write up a contract, get it signed, and I'll meet you tomorrow somewhere. So tomorrow on the next program. We're getting to the oh end. Oh, my Sorry. God. Sorry, this is taking a while. Is this a Scorsese No, this film? is wonderful. This is wonderful. <laughs> There, there's gonna be, there's like two twists I think you guys are really gonna love. All right, so the next day on the program, Sean is in the ring and he's getting booed and he's he's doing the Sean. He's like, oh, wow, come on, come on, you know, he's trying to play it off kind of thing, you know, trying to like kind of backpedal on how he behaved in the on the previous night. He kind of tries to sway the crowd, and he finally frustrated the crowd who's booing him. He produces the contract that the other Sean wanted. He says, here it is, a contract for you, whoever you are. You'll be employed here under under my you know my company, but I'll give, also give you a shot at the big one, the championship belt. Now, where are you? Come on out. You know he's like you know kind of trying to jovially bring him out. And then the other Sean comes back over the speaker and he says, "Looks good, buddy. You can find me in the boiler room and come alone." So <laughs> Sean heads down. He makes his and you know he's. At this point, too, he's totally isolated himself from everybody. So anyone that even would come with him, they're just, like, not interested. They're just like, dude, like, I don't know. You go ahead. Like, if you're going to do that to someone like the king, the legend, if you're going to do that to China, if you're going to do the New Age Outlaws, I, what are you going to do to me, right? Like, those are your best friends. So I'm not interested in helping you. So Sean has no option but to go alone. So he heads down, and he's making his way through the dark boiler room, and he hears his own voice taunting him forward can hear his literally like sean michael voice saying so he sees a figure standing there his back turned to him <gasps> it's bret hart long curly Whoa, hair come on, no, hold on hold no, on hold on no. listen listen stop from behind you just see curly hair the back of 
Brett's head, curly hair, uh, Calgary Hitman leather jacket, and and Sean says, oh, and the voice that's been taunting him switches to Bret Hart. It's time, Sean. We're going to settle this. Sean says, oh, you got to be kidding me, you bastard. He spins the figure around, and who is it? It's someone in a wig. It's Jason Sensation. Because <laughs> <laughs> who else can do the voices of Sean? Who can do the voices of Brett? I fucking should have seen it coming with the goddamn impressions. And the... That's it. It's over. Hold on. I quit. I'm done. I secede. I lost Florida. I lost Georgia. Ohio's done. Justin, you can go when we're done, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, why so, was I not expecting Jason's sensation? And I should have been. Because nobody thought of Jason's sensation. And and it's very critical, because here's what happens next. So he, he spins around. It's Jason's sensation. And Sean, totally confused, he, he, pick, he picks him up, you, you little shit, you, you think this is funny? What, what what, the hell are you doing to my company? And he's, Sh- Jason's just like, it wasn't me, it was it was, so, it was his idea, I was threatened. And Sean's like, what the hell are you talking about? And just that moment, you see the, Sean, uh, Jason's eyes kind of like pan Jesus. over to Sean's, over Sean's shoulder, and looking behind him, and Sean turns around slowly to face to face with Owen Hart, Fully geared up in black heart attire, uh. Sean backs up, and Owen hits him with the instigary. Owen grabs the contract. <laughs> Owen grabs the contract. He signs it. He tosses it black on the floor, and he glares at Jason Sensation, who just turn tails and runs. So, Jason Sensation paid off by, or threatened by Owen Hart to, to be part of his plan. So, as he leaves... That's fucking amazing. Oh, <laughs> Which I really like because Jason's sensation was instrumental in harassing Owen. So, <laughs> uh, so as he leaves, Owen is met by. I, I was thinking I, this this could be a critique. Do I do I have Owen just you know give an insiguri to to Jason's sensation? I'm not sure. I think that that's that's up for debate. But importantly, so. whatever happens, Owen grabs the contract that Sean brought down. He signs it and he just tosses it back on the floor and he you know moves on as he leaves. Owen is met by Sean's loyalists, and they all meet eyes, and Owen gears up for a fight. He backs up. He's ready to go, but they just let him pass. Owen nods at them. They nod at him, and they enter the back room where we hear Sean getting beat up by his former crew. Um, You did the Warriors ending, you motherfucker! (laughs) So, after the... So... It, it, we're almost done, promise. So I'm going to speed through this, right? So over the next three months, uh, China actually ends up relinquishing her title because she felt like she didn't earn it fairly. But she wins it back through her own merit and she by organizing a tournament that she put together. Uh, the king comes back to tor- commentary. Um, the n- commentary, the New Age Outlaws and the uh, Taka and D'Lo Brown become, end up making a faction. I don't know what they'd be called. The network starts to pivot away from calling the show at the, the what was the it? Sean. Supreme High Octane Action Wrestling Nexus. They sort of pivot away from that. But Sean, desperate. 
<laughs> Sean, desperately clinging to little power he has left, tries to reconstruct a new crew to help him, but the only people that will work for him are a bunch of jabronis, so Al Snow or Gilberg or Kurgan. Oh, first of all, I will not let right. the good fucking right. name of Al Snow be in goddamn right. company Sorry. with Kurgan. But, hold on. Here, let me put it this way. Al Snow, Al Snow would do it because he'll do it for money, right? He's just That's pay true. me pindy, right? Yeah, yeah, good point. Right. Good point. So... But Owen continues. Now he's Owen's contracted officially. He's in the company. He's rising through the ranks. He's getting wins over major competitors, including Sean. But Sean, and this is important, Sean is still competitive. It's not that Sean is a shitty wrestler, just that people don't like him anymore. Um, right. And we kind of start to build towards Sean a mania. Um, we have more, and this is kind of where it gets like more kind of basic. I would say I didn't have any like great ideas for this necessarily. It's just kind of your standard back John, and you, forth. John, you had that was. Jason Sensation should have been your finish. Like, <laughs> well, it I'm, not, is... <laughs> I'm not trying to critique you halfway through your shit, but like, you blew your wad. Like, we, like you. Oh, you going to keep going? You should have just been like, "Yep, that's it. I'm it done." Was, no, no, I would have been like, I... "Great, cool. We don't. I don't need to know what happens next." You. Just I need. Oh, I need Owen Hart. Get on that. Hold on, hold on. Let him finish. Let him finish. I need. I need this sorry, moment. Now, I need I'm this sorry, moment because I. I understand. I do understand what you're saying, but I. I, I want Owen Hart to have his moment, and this is important because <laughs> they continue to go back. They continue to go back and forth, and Owen's obviously dominating. Whatever. He's red hot at this point. Uh, and they go to Shawnamania where they're going to do the championship belt. Um, and it's just an absolute barn burner. I mean, it's just like back and forth. I'm thinking it might even be an Iron Man match, something like that. You know, that's oh, what ends, the up, best. Um, ends up happening, right? Um, but the important part is, however we get there, at the end, Owen Owen wins, right? He puts over, he, he gets Sean, and he picks up the belt. And instead of like raising over his head or walking off with it, he just tosses it on the ground next to Sean. He walks up to the, you know, he walks up to the to the top of the ramp, um, and Sean grabs the mic. He's like, "Why, oh, why, why'd you do it anyway, Owen? Like, what, like, why? You know, like, you just gotta leave the belt behind, you know, like, I, you know, what? You, you pissed off that I did this to your brother? Like, I screwed him over? Like, so you tried to screw me over?" And Owen gives this fucking, because he's good at it. I, I can't give it the same gusto he would, because it's not, I'm not Owen. But I picture him saying something effective, just like. You think I care about Bret Hart? You think I care? I care about Owen Hart and what you did to me. And after all that, I don't care what Bret did. You can screw him over. He didn't want to play the game. He didn't want. He wanted, didn't want to do his business. That's his problem. My problem was with you and all of these cronies and like all this shit that you put me through and how that your company WWE talking about because we're getting meta that didn't give me a fair shake. Even though I'm the best. I'm the best there ever was. I'm the best there is. I'm the best there ever will be. I did that out of order, but you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you said it like that, I did that out of order, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Basically saying, like, this wasn't about Brett. I don't give a shit about Brett. And he Brett. says something about, like... This is about me, And that's why, he, you know, he's like, you know, that I knew exactly... He's like, you know, I knew that's what you'd think it was about because it's always about you, Sean. That's all you ever cared about, what matters to you. You never think about anybody else, you know? That kind of thing. Oh, and also the way that that Owen would win is probably uh, hit the Insiguri and then after like the total desperate match into a super kick, pa, into Shawn Michaels. That would be definitely how they finish it. Right. You know, because you know what? That. What is so John? That was fabulous. Well, is that, that is is that the end? That's yeah. yeah that would be that would be us for me. And then from there, <laughs> Owen would go away to some other company. 
literally. <laughs> oh, that's even better. No, that's yeah, he would never show like, up again. Fuck off, I'm never... out of here. Yeah, he would never come back. That would be like his final run. I'm going to WCW, you bitches. Yeah. John, that was very good. No, that's wonderful. I that was that was fucking very good. Okay. Sorry, that was really. Long. Uh, <laughs> can we hit a three, two, one pause in like three, three, two, two one, one, one pause. pause? Everybody clap. Ready? Uh, shot, uh, dude. The Jason sensation is absolutely amazing. Like that. <laughs> I don't want to go now. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I don't want to go now. That's so good. <laughs> you should go. You know, John, it was funny because okay. I was, I was, I was trying to like, you know, obviously the, the plot line is like Owens behind the scenes manipulating things. To yeah, it Sean self-destructs, right? Yeah, I got it. I got it before you even said the figure. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, Owens gonna win yeah, the title. Yeah. But the way you right, did naturally, it was yeah. amazing. I, and I was like, how is he going to get, you know, I was trying to think of this thing where it's like, oh, how's he going to get, you know, Billy Gunn and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, all right, I, I would love it if somehow he could, like, you know, convince people that Sean's actually talking. And maybe I could have expanded on that more. Honestly, looking back on the second draft, just make Sean giving orders to people be like, you know, the other Sean giving orders. Make that the focus and have it be yeah. Jason Sensation. I might do that later down the line. But when I... When it occurred to me, Jason Sensation does those perfect impressions. I was like, oh, I gotta use him. Gotta use him. So, yeah, that's so that's amazing. When you dude. were like, his back is turned and his hair is greasy. I was like, you can't use a guy who left the company. Yeah, you, in yeah, my I can. Brain, I was like, well, but it not in the like he left it in '97. Yeah, it was '97. So. Like that he wouldn't have count like Bret Hart. You can't use Bret Hart. But when did like Ric Flair leave the company? When did? It, but I didn't use Ric Flair. That was a yeah. Joke. All right, you were, fine. You were I using guess, him but... within the storyline. Yeah, he was so you as thought. a joke. Like so you thought. Or so I thought. No, but that's why it was so fucking good. John, I'm trying to compliment you here. <laughs> good. I know that's a rare thing, but I'm yeah. trying to compliment you. Like he, you, me using Ric Flair as that joke was like. That's a that's just a okay ha ha ha. My real mm. storyline is this: when you were using that as your storyline for, I'm not kidding for like a half a second. I was like, no motherfucker, no no. Yeah, I no, heard I heard no, you go. You I heard you going to interject. Like, uh, 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 uh. But it was John. It was perfect. Your motherfucking got me. Like it was perfect. Perfect is right. actually the good word for it. Yeah, it was perfect. I think. Wow. As of right now, I think I had the better overall storyline, but as far as his motherfucking twist, John, he wins. I mean, I had JR beating people up with a sledgehammer, which that's yeah. a twist. That's it a twist. Is. Yeah, yeah. That's a twist. Jason Sensation showing up? Ah, no one saw that coming. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully no one would no one would realize it was Owen until like the last second. We knew it was like I said, we knew it was going to be knew him it was, you guys. Oh, here's the thing. When you said Owen wasn't the champ and this was all about Sean. I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Owen's well, going to win, win at the end. Yeah, exactly. Right. But that's, that's what I'm saying. No Try to put it. You want to put it in perspective too, where like, if you're watching this program, you wouldn't have any idea that Owen would be involved at all. So no. the whole time you'd be like, what's going on? Yep. Who's, you know, so anyway, yep. but we should, we should head over to, to Justin's cause I'm, I'm extremely right. curious. Yeah. So I did mine completely different. I, uh, my storylines are not connected at all. So 
Um, I have three different segments, and each segment I did do until Raw. So right. I'm sorry from from I only did uh, Rumble. No, to, you just to did ma- individual storylines. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. So mine, mine's are different. So I'm gonna start with um I'm gonna start with my championship match, and the reason is is because. Uh, it's the so I, I we weren't recording when I told everyone this, but I I wrote this on the road. I was doing some some dates, uh, and my phone had a malfunction, so I lost the last hat like the last bit. So I'm gonna have to improvise basically the mania part. So because of that, I'm gonna start with my weaker one. Unfortunately, okay. So we're gonna uh, everyone got a fresh beer. Fresh. Fresh beer. Ready? Or gin tonic. Oh, this. I or actually gin. get to ready. Ready? Three. Now there you go. So I'm gonna All start right. with I'm gonna start with my championship match. So just as a reminder. I'm gonna grab hold on, water. Actually, hold on. Yep, go ahead, John. Grab I'm water. Listening, though. I'm listening. I'm listening. I actually have I have a question. Shoot. When you say you have three things, you mean you have your championship, your Intercontinental and your tag team, like what's yes. your what are yep. your three storylines? So I'll introduce all of them as chapters when we go, okay? But excellent. But yeah, okay. but yes, Better, it you is. Know what? It is. It is those three. It's uh, okay. Championship, Intercontinental, and tag team. But I have interwoven all of my roster into it. So I yeah, not to worry. Okay, no, so, no, I actually like this. This is a different way to look at it. Is, like. Yeah, we've all done it different ways. This is fun. We really have. Yeah, <laughs> this is really cool. So, uh, just for a reminder for those who are playing the home game, my champion is Rock. My wild card is Mankind. My Intercontinental title is Goldust. My tag team is Shamrock and Bossman. My female is Sable, and my announcer is Jim Cornette. Okay. Oh so, my God. So. Goddamn. Goddamn motherfucker. So uh, I hope there are lots. Of, I hope there's lots of voice work in this one. I don't know how good I'm going to be at it, but I'll maybe when it, when it feels appropriate, I'll go for it. So I'm going to start. Like I said, I'm going to start with my championship match. I will say before I get started, it was really hard to write this one because my wild card and my champion just had a match on a pay per view we just watched together. Yeah. That's true. So that was too fresh really, in the mind. That was really hard. So I said fuck it and I embraced it. Okay. Mm. So Good. we're gonna leave, we're gonna pick up this storyline at the rumble. So okay. we leave we leave the rumble watching the match that we just saw. I was lucky enough and 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 Justin wrestling and Jace JWC. I was lucky enough. <laughs> To, Wait, JWC? Yeah, J- Justin Wrestling Company. I don't know. Uh, I didn't, I didn't company? Come, I oh, didn't, you're a company. I didn't, oh, oof. I didn't come, not a federation, I, but a No, company. I'm a company. I didn't, I didn't come up with a fancy name for mine. So um, so <laughs> we, we left the Rumble at the match we just saw. We saw the 10 chair in its entirety. There's no editing. We saw the 10 chair shots. We saw the faking. We saw everything. So an absolutely brutal okay. match. And an absolutely brutal end to mankind on the next episode of raw we start to get clips of the old mankind so littered throughout the episode are going to be are going to be uh very very dark 
clips of a boiler room of mankind kind of whimpering to himself. He's talking to people who are around uh, and he's talking to the rats like he used to. The only difference is, is instead of the brown suit, he's in black. He's got the black, black uniform, black, uh, the black um, uh, outfit on, and with mm. the uh, with the old symbol on the back. If you guys remember the the symbol that was ta- stapled onto his back. Yep. Yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah. Like, instead yep. of brown, yep. it's in black. Cool. Remember though, we're only going to see glimpses glimpses of him, and this is going to happen with the first two weeks of Raw or so. So uh, we're only going to see glimpses. We're going to see just flashes. We're going to hear whimpers. We're going to hear screams. We're going to hear him talking to the rats. During this time, though, The Rock is going to start coming, talking about promos about how he he took on the craziest man the company's ever seen, and he beat him, and he beat him fair and square. For, obviously, we all know that there was the twist in the 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 thing, right? So we we know that 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 really wasn't a clean finish. But he, Rocky's going to embrace that. Rocky's going to embrace the fact that no way, no how, I beat him, no problem. After the second, after the second week of promos by The Rock, Mankind comes on the screen to 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 interrupt him. However, the entire uh, the entire stadium goes, the arena goes black. Yes. It goes, yes. It goes Lights black. out. Lights out. And all you hear are the drippings in a boiler room. Ooh. So all you hear are those drippings in the sewer in the boiler room. And you hear him whisper over the PA, he is coming, my master is coming. And when the lights come back up, the rock is starting to get a little nervous, but it's the rock. So he doesn't let too much out, right? He's still like, you're a jabroni, I'll kick your jabroni ass, and I got my one eyebrow, and you can go fuck yourself, right? So I'm on, I'm on stars. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the, the least uh, hard to get network. I want more viewers. <laughs> All right. Uh, so like I said, the rock doesn't lead it on. Um, let's see. Uh, as we get closer to St. Valentine's Day Massacre, man, uh, mankind starts issuing challenges, right? He does it through every, each promo. Each promo, you start to see a little bit more of him. His mask is black. His uniform is black. That mandible claw thing he had, instead of it brown, it's black now. So it's all it's all a same presentation but a little bit of a tweak, right? And he starts mm. issuing challenges. Uh, but remember, he's in the he's in the boiler room, right? He's whimpering like he used to. He's holding the rats like he used to, right? He's he's like issuing the challenge to the rat, honestly, not not the rock, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So so after two or three tets, uh, threats and in addition, uh, intimidating promos. Um, the Rock finally accepts the match. And we have this at St. Valentine's Day Massacre. But we don't want to just do another I Quit match, right? We just saw that. So instead, we're going to do a ladder match. Because we need to make it intense, right? We need to make it intense. And obviously, these two have so much hate build up, built up that they're, they're not going to be able to, to deal with a, a, uh, a traditional match, right? It's going to have to be something a little bit more intense. However, I'm a big fan of ladder matches, and I couldn't have Sean. So we're going to have one here. <laughs> okay. Um, you got <laughs> so take him a ladder match, man. That you get that's so smart. I'm so mad I didn't think of that. So yeah, me and la- Justin both picked a ladder match. Right? You guys yeah. both had ladder matches. Yeah, I had war games, which I feel is very well, good. I, I would say right? war games is cooler because but... you can do the ladder stuff inside, you know, right? Yep, yep. there you yep. go. I, I will say that oh, I think war on. games Actually, are one of the coolest they... concepts. 
Thank you. I that's why I was like, what's the best wrestling thing? But I actually did want to ask you guys. Sure. Did you guys consider any like, I guess like Hell in a Cell or like Extreme Rules? Or yeah, like, did you, I did. Like I did a bunch of all my matches were basically no holds barred. Did you so, guys consider doing anything like that? I will say this. I love this question. Without I feel like spoiling should, anything, Justin. Hold on. I feel like this is a great question we should talk about after. At the end. Yeah, let's do this at the okay. end. Okay. All right. God damn it. All right. You're right, Justin. No, 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 but I'm you're glad right. you brought that up because like, that's really good. It's a great question. That's it a really is, good don't question. Don't get me wrong. It's just. So so let me okay. jump back in, right? Justin, so go ahead. Just, so just to remind yourself, yep. we are now yep. at St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Again, like Andrew, I just so happened to get the copyright in before Andrew, so I'm going to see you in court. Um <laughs> But the, the vignettes, Wait a minute, hold on. You really picked St. Valentine's Day Massacre also? I just didn't have anything else to call it, so I just said it was that pay-per-view. I literally was <laughs> like, I don't want to I don't know what to call it. What's the worst pay-per-view? That's yeah, why I didn't call anything, anything. So it's just a pay-per-view, right? It's, the, it's the pay-per-view formerly known as the Massacre, right? So uh, <laughs> Oh, the, I like that. Oh, <laughs> the prince. Like exactly. The vignettes remind you of what happened at the Rumble, right? So you constantly get splices of the the ten chair shots, and you constantly get splices Ooh. of the of the of the of the I quit, the I quit, and the blood over his mouth. But you also start to get clips of how mankind has changed, right? So you get clips of him in the in the in the boiler room, and you get him in the black and talking to the rats, and then it's spliced in with the rock giving you the one eyebrow and having the championship title over his belt and being completely snug, smug that he that he he stole everything. The the you, you the idea for the vignettes is it shows you how and why mankind changed, and it shows you how and why the Rock is as cocky as ever, right? I like it. Mm-hmm. I like this. Okay. So okay. this is this match is is expected, right? It's brutal. Chair shots, table spots, and ladders. Oh my! Sorry. Um. So <laughs> so we have everything. Jokes. Yeah. So we got everything in there, right? And right towards the end, right as the rock starts to climb to the ladder to win, mankind screams, the master is here. And lights out. Gong. It's the Undertaker. Fuck <laughs> yes, dude. Okay, I'm glad somebody else used the Undertaker. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe he's just sitting out there and we never used him. <laughs> yeah. Even the valet was like, wait, the Undertaker is up for grabs? And I was like, I said the same thing! <laughs> So, yeah, we get The Undertaker, but we get the works, right? Because we are reintroducing him to our audience. We get the dry ice, the purple lights, the music, everything. Now, remember, it's a ladder match, right? So, Rock is on top of the ladder. And he and he's so taken aback that he actually climbs down the ladder. Because he's so confused and so, <laughs> and so like, oh my I'm, God. A, I'm a wrestler and I forgot how to climb up a ladder. You know Wait, what I mean? That's a, that's a great spot. Like, yeah, you're up the ladder, and then you get so scared that you you climb down the ladder because you're so scared. You're like, "What the like, fuck do I do?" That's a great spot. Yeah, that, shit. That would that would be a great spot. Okay, go ahead, continue. So as Wait, he climbs down the ladder, you get the full kind of entrance, the whole deal, right? Lights come on. We can all turn our lights on. It's the Undertaker, and mankind and Undertaker destroy him. I mean, everything they can put him through, they do. They, they they make tables out of chairs. They put him through it. They grab all the tables yes. underneath the, the... They put them... They grab all the tables underneath 
the ring and they put him through it. I mean, it's like it's extra attitude for like twenty minutes, right? It's yeah. it's yeah, yeah. Uh, drink, drink. So it's extra attitude for like twenty minutes, right? And, and he they're putting through him through everything, and you realize it's not about the title. It's revenge. You hit me with ten chair shots in front of my fucking kids. Fuck yeah. Right? It's revenge. It has nothing to do with the title. I don't give a shit about your metal splats uh, attached to some leather. Right? I care about the fact of what you did to me. And I had to call my master. Right? So after St. Valentine's Day, though, because the everything is so intense, right? Mankind and Undertaker, actually, I'm sorry, not we're not past St. Valentine's Day. At the end of the at the end of the pay per view, mankind actually doesn't even walk up the ladder; they just walk away. So at the end of the match, you actually don't even have an ending. It's it's called off because of how brutal the attack is on the Rock. Wow! So the Rock is your so, champion. Okay. So the Rock retains. He retains. Okay. Because even though this is a no holds barred match, it's so it's so brutal the attack that the refs have to protect the Rock and just end it. But because mankind did not choose to climb up the ladder, they just walked out the back. This allows everyone to kind of gain their thoughts because. The idea at the end of this is that the audience is not cheering. The audience is silent. Right? Because it was so brutal. It was so brutal. They're just no, they're not cheering. They're like, okay, enough. Enough. Yeah. But what pisses mankind off is they should have did this for him. Right? They should have did this for him. Oh, right. but you're going to do it to The Rock because you care about him more. You can go fuck yourself. My kids were in the audience. The Rock doesn't even have kids. Right? Okay. So I that, see where you're going with this. Okay. The, All right. Okay. So the Wait, idea oh, is... Okay. Go ahead. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. So just to clarify, because of how brutal the attack was, the audience goes silent. The audience goes silent and Mankind and Undertaker walk up the ramp. There is no reaction. The match is over. It's that intense. Okay? Mm-hmm. At the end of it, though, The Rock gets up under his own volition and walks to the back. Okay? This causes a role reversal. Now, The Rock is a babyface, and the mankind is Undertaker her heels. Everyone with me so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 100%. So the, the roles are reversed at this point. The Rock is so intense, that but but he fought through it, right? The next night on Raw, The Undertaker and Mankind come out. However, they have a new person with them. And it's Paul Bearer. Okay? Ooh. We have Paul Bearer. And Paul Bearer is actually cutting the promo. Not Mankind and not The Undertaker. And they introduce... <laughs> exactly. Right? And they introduce the family. Oh. Okay. Well, is that the name of your group? That's the name of the group is the family. The family. Okay, so we have the family. 
The dynasty. And, the and what was yours, John? The loyalists. Loyalists. And loyalists, loyalists. wins. I thought those are so good. The loyalists wins. Those but... are all so good. Then we have the family, right? The I'm family... drinking on all of those. Those are so good. So yeah. they cut these promos on The Rock, but they also cut them on the company and the fans. Remember, the fans went silent for The Rock. The fans did not go yes. silent for the, man the Mankind attack. And mankind's kids were in the front row, and again, remember the camera kept zooming in on these on these children, right? So we're gonna not run away from that. We're gonna embrace that as part of the storyline. They cut these promos on the Rock state in the state of the company, and that your title isn't important. Your humanity is at stake, right? You're not humans. Oh. You're you're pigs. You care about him. You don't care about this man. That that's the idea, right? The Rock is actually shockingly absent from Raw. So the next few weeks, the family ruins everything. Conveniently, though, not the other matches in my storyline. <laughs> uh, they ruin every match they can get a hand on. Kind of like the matches of Raw that we saw when we had like four weeks of Raw in a row that rendered with interference. That's the family. The family is going to ruin everything. Again, like I said, not conveniently not the other matches in my storyline. However, we get a third enhanced. We get another member of the family. The family would not be complete without Kane. Kane is ah, in yes. Kane is I will almost uh, yes. Add that to the list of questions. How many yeah. people did almost use Kane? Like, yeah, obviously Justin did, but like John, That's it. how close were you? Were because I was close. So so Kane is in, in, in introduced, and he only destroys enhancement talent. Okay, because we haven't really gotten to know Kane at this point in the storyline. In my storyline, anyway. So we don't want him destroying, like... And I'm, I'm not using these other people, but we don't want him destroying, like, Triple H. We don't want him destroying, you know, Ric Flair. Right? Because we don't know who he is. Who is this person? Right? Yeah, right. right? So, two weeks before WrestleMania, the family is cutting another promo about how weak everyone is. Where's your champion? Your champion's not even here. Your champion doesn't even care. Boom. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Right? And he comes out on the top. But my favorite promos of the rock are always when the opponent is in the ring and the rock's at the top of the, the ramp. Okay? So we got him at the top of the ramp and he's cutting a promo on every single member of the pro of the family. You fat jabroni. You can't even what's your <laughs> you get your sister's voice during puberty? That's obviously Paul Bear, right? <laughs> right? We got a promo on this undead warlock. Who are you? You get your sister to do your eye makeup. The whole deal, right? The whole thing, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so whatever kind of promo you think of the rock when he cuts it on. And it's full yeah, of rock. Yeah, yeah. And it's full of rockisms. Drink. Drink. Everyone's a candy ass. Everyone's a jabroni. Oh, I will drink. Okay. This takes us to mania. Okay. Rocky slurp. Rocky slurp, right? And the mania right, match man. is going to be Hit between that mania. the mania match is going to be between under. I'm sorry. The mania match is going to be between the Rock and Mankind for the W the the JWC title. Right. And uh, even though this match this was very much about the Undertaker, we're 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 also including Mankind in the fact that he has been the catalyst to everything. Remember, Mankind's still in black. He's still a very strong figure. Um, nothing is done without mankind, so I don't want mankind's involvement in the storyline to get pushed under the wayside. It's just that the family is a huge faction. There's a lot of characters to talk about. 
Okay. okay. Um, it's a cage match. We have a brutal, brutal match. And this is going to be kind of an old school match, right? It's more about fists and using the cage. A um, couple chairs that are thrown over the top, but no one leaves oh, the yeah. cage. This is a traditional cage match. You cannot win by exiting the cage. You can only win. win in the ring. You lose, lose him in the ring. We get a rock bottom and a elbow pad over the cage into the hard cam. People's elbow, one, two, three. Armadia ends with Rock winning as a babyface. In a cage, man, that's fucking. Can you imagine the Rock winning with a fucking people's elbow in the cage? Yeah, we would that's... fucking explode. That would be the greatest fucking so finish ever. Not a hell in a cell. We'd lose our shit. An old cage match. Dude, dude, you brought it all home. Like, it was a lot there, and it was like, okay, yep, I got you. All right, so that's just the tag uh, team. Title. Listen, man, if you're dropping the people's elbow in the middle of a cage in WrestleMania, you that's pretty. That's that's good, yep, right? Yep. All right, so good job. Yep, yep. Let good, me let me move good, to my tag. Yep, yep. Nope, I'm gonna I'm gonna. So we Ball like clap. okay. So let me go to my tag team one. Okay. Mm. Oh boy. So my tag team. It's not nearly as convoluted as that one. So not to worry. Um, this one will go a lot faster. So the tag team story is, remember, Shamrock and Bossman are our champions, right? And they're a dominant tag team, right? Every single match is a squash. A squash, rather. Sorry. Easy for me to say. Botch. Okay. Every every Botch. match is a squash match, right? And the audience starts to believe that there's no one that's going to take these teams down, right? So this takes us to our Royal Rumble. Our tag team champs have their most challenging defense yet. It's a seven-minute match. That's how... Do- <laughs> it's a seven-minute hard-hitting match with guess who? The Headbangers. Okay? Oh, no. And Bossman and Shamrock win again. Okay? The next night on, the next night on Raw, James E. Cornette introduces a new idea. We're going to have a tag team tournament. Okay? However, this is not any new tag team. Because my tag team champions have ran through everybody. Okay? Bossman and Shamrock have run through everyone. Your My, my tag team is too weak. My tag team needs to, quote unquote, prove their worth, screams Cornette. We are going to have a tag team tournament. Oh my god. But this tag team tournament will be tag teams versus no tag teams. Meaning I have a tag I have a tag okay. team versus non-tag teams, meaning a random piling of people. And the idea is if you're such a good tag team wrestler, then you should be able to be any tag team. But you can't. You can't be my champions. No one has ever been able to be my tag team's champions. Longest defense has been seven minutes. Clearly, <laughs> my tag team division is not up to snuff. Maybe I need to create new tag teams. That's the idea, right? The oh, idea is that if you're if you're, you're not that if you're that good motherfucker, you're gonna motherfucker. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. So if that's the idea, right? So again, we have a tag team champion uh, tournament. So it's. Tag teams versus no tag teams, right? So, enter Taka 
and Bradshaw. <gasps> okay. Oh, okay. oh my god! Okay, oh hat trick with Taka. Hat trick He made it with three. every Let's single drink. one. I'm finished my drink. Because we all know, we all know. Right. Mm -hmm. By the way, I had to do I some of this with voice. I'm right I, had back. To, I had to do some of this with yep. voice to text. So Taka appears as. <laughs> Taka appears as Taka Tucker. Um, Tanaka and Tuck Tuck. <laughs> Tuck Tuck Tucker. My favorite wrestler, <laughs> Tucker Michinoku. Tucker Michinoku. I want to wait for Andrew to get back, though, because I think he'll really enjoy this. I didn't do every bra bracket, by the way. I didn't do every yeah, bracket. Of course, of course. But the only ones that really matter are Taka and Bradshaw, right? Naturally, yeah. No, I, I I love how you structured this a lot. I really I really just <clears throat> as like a quick aside. I really like the the whole mankind family launch because you did have a tricky thing with that. It's like, how do you top what just happened? Yeah, totally took it to a nice logical um, conclusion. And like, I got my I, swerve I in there, right? I got my swerve. I introduced yep, a heel turn, like a swapping yep. faces, essentially. Totally good, dude. And I kind of like the idea of like an audience being silent after an attack that's so brutal but then it's like it had you had yes, begged the question of like it beg the question of why the fuck didn't you feel this way during the for mankind. mankind thing you know so anyway yeah so exactly so anyway so just to bring it back to the tag team thing just to bring it up to andrew i didn't do every oops, sorry i punched the microphone i didn't do every <laughs> i didn't do every bracket i just kind of focused on taka and bradshaw okay so Go this is going to take us every so every week instead of a brawl for all we're going to get a tag team tournament match right so every raw is going to have Good a tag Lord. team tournament match and during this time we see taka and and bradshaw really growing as a team right we see them almost losing matches but then really pulling together starting to really develop that chemistry and this is what's going to set them apart from the other non-tag non team teams okay but this is also what's going to bring the audience behind them, right? There's no chemistry behind the other teams. But Taka and Bradshaw, Taka Shaw, that's if, not their name. It's just will. what I thought of now. Um, if you if you will. If you will. Um, really notices the chemistry behind them. So the audience starts to get behind them too, right? But here's the other thing. They start coming out to the same music as the weeks go on. They start coming out in the same outfit okay they start dressing as a team because they start to become a team okay quick note bossman and shamrock are at ringside for every single match in the tournament they start to cut the occasional occasional program uh, promo just to keep their heat remember these guys are huge heels they're going to interfere in matches but they only interfere in matches where they fear the more competitive opponent. Uh, okay, they don't get involved. They don't get involved in a couple of schmo a couple of jabronis, right? They're gonna get involved in like, you know, the headbangers versus, you know, mankind and Undertaker. They're not in this tournament, but you know what I mean. Like, just they're gonna get involved in that. They're gonna try to squash that. By the time we get to Saint Valentine's Massacre, we we hope that we have two very evenly matched. <laughs> tag teams right we have bradshaw and tucker no bradshaw and tucker 
uh, the big <laughs> the idea. Remember, and Andrew, you were gone. I did a lot of this voice to text in the van, and so Taka appeared as Taka Tucker uh, Tuck Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, a couple of those. Nice. No, so, that's perfect. Tucker and Bradshaw. <laughs> Tucker and Bradshaw. Hooray! So yeah, so we've got. You remember, you've got the very athletic with the strong brute versus two big tough guys. Remember, Shamrock, though, is crazy athletic. Okay? Um, during the pay-per-view, though, we let these guys go for 15 minutes. And it's a real back-and-forth match. But Bradshaw... Justin, did, Bradshaw... You ju- did you just give us a time on the match? I did. Yeah, I did. I dig. I did. I dig. We, we let them go for 15 about 15 minutes. minutes right? But it's a real back and forth match, and Bradshaw and and uh, Taka win. So they are our new tag okay. team champions. Okay. Yes. Okay. At the Raw after the pay per view, we get an interview, uh, in ring interview with Bradshaw and Taka with James E. Cornette, and it's a super babyface promo. And the fact that Taka really doesn't speak English that well makes him even more enduring to the audience. Because he's he's with this huge Texan Texan who loves him, you know they're like they've become really good friends, you know, and uh, so it's a, so it's not a bad thing that he doesn't doesn't connect with the audience because he's got the huge Texan who can speak to all dialects of the U.S. American, okay, uh, and you've got this guy who's incredible who constantly saves the day, right? Shamrock and Bossman interrupt, and they start doing programs back and forth about how they only got lucky, and how they want to uh, rematch at WrestleMania. Eventually, though, Bradshaw and Taka they accept under one condition that the that the Bossman, I'm sorry, the Bossman and Shamrock beat the real number one contenders, and that's Southern Justice. Of course, right. of course. Uh, they, Did you they, just you just? Southern Justice. Mm-hmm. Remember, they're in the suits. The stars and bars are hidden. Oh, I'm. I, oh no, believe me. So I picked the I PC version. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm quite it. aware of who. I picked the PC uh, version. Okay. Who they are. So, um, I'm just. So later. So later ooh, in the night. Okay. Later in the night, Shamrock and and Bossman defeat Southern Justice, and we have our WrestleMania tag team match. So on our way to, te- to to Mania, we don't really want these guys in- involved with each other, right? We want to build the hype. So we start getting these backstage segments between Taka and Bradshaw. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, one of them is Brad- uh, Taka teaching Bradshaw how to use chopsticks. <laughs> so, like, trying to get him involved in each other's culture. The, the, next one, the next one is Bradshaw teaching Taka the proper way to drink Budweiser. Um, the last one is Bradshaw teaching Taka English, but the real Texan way of English. <laughs> Word, yeah. Okay. And Taka trying to teach Bradshaw Japanese. Okay. Oh, I like that. But That's it's like them good. trying to get closer, you know? And Yeah, yeah. But also, it'll help them call each other spots because Bradshaw and Shamrock don't speak Japanese. Mm. Okay. So they're trying to kind of get a one-up on the competition. The vignettes uh, before the Mania match, and I'm a big fan of vignettes before Mania matches, have all these segments spliced into promos that each team uh, uh, cut against each other. And then you've got uh, a 
brilliant, brilliant match of a tag team match, but a lot longer than the 15 minute one. We're going to give him 25 minutes at Mania because Mania should only be five matches, and that's my opinion. Um, and wait, uh, did you just say Mania should only be five matches? I think that NXT Takeovers nailed it. It was five matches. It was five matches you cared about, and it was three hours long, and you left every match feeling that you were exhausted, and it was amazing. I don't like the fact that Manias are six hours. Anyway, that's just my opinion. Well, okay, hold on. It's my opinion. Oh. It's just my opinion. This is my goddamn wrestling promotion, and that's what I'm going to have. Okay? We're going to talk <laughs> no, about this later. Fine, fine. Yeah, I guess we'll talk so, about this So anyway, later. they have a brilliant, maybe not only Sorry. five matches, but it should not be a super long affair. Um, Taka and Bradshaw win. They are cemented as tag team champions. So we have a babyface win. We have two babyface wins at uh at my mania okay the last storyline i have uh, is actually my favorite one (laughs) so it's part of the reason why i kept it the last um and it is featuring gold dust okay um so yeah it's what i missed it what is it gold dust because he's my ic champion all right this is my favorite one give it to me we are leaving the Royal Rumble. Okay. Goldust defends his Oscar. That is his IC Oscar. champion. That is his IC championship. He defends his championship at the Royal Rumble. However, Marlena is missing. So he wins his championship and he defeats it against it doesn't matter who he won okay well we're gonna go into a new character with with gold dust previously gold dust was always an actor to this point remember we're in 97 he was always an actor uh yeah, he, he would always in, he, he would always quote in the movies right yeah he has graduated he is now the director okay he is directing each match. And he sees that each match is a movie. And he's trying to create his masterpiece. And he's trying to direct the matches as he would say his Godfather film, right? He is trying to create his masterpiece. However, Marlena is missing. So he has to recast. Okay? During the Royal Rumble, Mark Merrow comes out. Comes out, he has Sable aside him, and it's not a problem. It's a normal Royal Rumble match. The lights go out. I'm a big fan of lights going out. Lights go out, and you see gold dust. Or no, you see Sable completely gone with just a sprinkle of gold from the top. You now know that Sable is, uh, is gone. But because of the sprinkle of gold, you assume she is with gold dust. Okay? She is with gold dust. The the next week on Raw, you don't see her the next episode of Raw. You see her the next week on Raw. And it's a vignette. And it's her audition. Because he's making sure she is the best... She is the best casting for the role of Marlena. But we see her in dim lighting. (laughs) She's put in very, very uncomfortable positions. Nothing sexual. Okay. 
Nothing, <laughs> nothing sexual. There's no abortion oh, or, or, or. Oh, is a good amendment. When yeah, you there's no. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's no. no there's yeah. no. Oh, miscarriage. hey, no. By the way, no, no. Hey, no. There's no. no wait, hold on. There's no miscarriage interrupt. angle I want here. You let you know. Okay. There's no nothing miscarriage sexual. angle. Nothing sexual. Just very nothing dim sexual, lighting, bro. and it puts her in very, very. It's very uncomfortable positions though, because Goldust is looking to test her range as an actress. Her gotcha. range, sure, yeah, right? Yeah. And each one, yeah, each yeah. each vignette is going to be in the different style of a movie. So you have one as the Exorcist, you have one as the Godfather, you have one as the Raging Bull, you have one as Taxi Driver, right? You it's all Scorsese all movies. What the fuck? No, man? they're not all Scorsese movies. I picked different directors. Actually, every single movie you know, except for Godfather, was a Scorsese movie. Did I pick Scorsese? No, Exorcist is not a Scorsese movie. Exorcist is not no. No, but that's but, still yeah. like two. It's like two out of three or something. I like Scorsese. Yeah. All right, there was there was a couple. I, there was I a like couple Scorsese. Scorsese. All right, I like him. He was overrepresented hey. in the sample. We'll say, Listen. but still, fair right. enough. He's a great, great filmmaker. Here we get go. rid of get if, rid if of I Raging Bull. Okay, get rid of Raging Bull. If I may interrupt, earlier this evening, while we were waiting to get on with the podcast, <laughs> I was flipping through the channels, and all of a sudden, Goodfellas was on. Great and movie. the valet was like, I hate this movie. And I was like, shoot the fuck. What? what? I'm, we are watching this, and I don't <laughs> care if you don't like it. You're watching it. Yeah, no. Anywho, continue. Yes, and so we go on. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, we've got uh, each one is more. Each one's in a different movie. However, they're much more intense, and they're much more disturbing. Okay. The go-home show before St. Valentine's Day pay-per-view, Mark Merrow cuts a promo. Because he's been looking for Sable the whole time. Okay? He just can't find her. Oh, of course he has. Okay? No, this is not the Mark Merrow who's afraid to eat pussy. This is a Mark Merrow who eats that pussy <laughs> and enjoys that no. pussy. Okay? He, he just thinks eating pussy is icky. No, he doesn't. He embraces it. He's a not big Not anymore, fan. apparently. Not anymore. He's seen the light. <laughs> Wait, honestly, you can't... Justin, you can change that. I did. You can I did. say Mark Maron. Uh, now that's eating... sort of in his essence. <laughs> I'll, I'll All right, hold on, hold on. So he cuts a promo. No, challenge. I think you should be able to change that. Yeah, like, I, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. So okay. Goldust, so so Goldust gets challenged to a no holds barred match, right? And Mark doesn't know what to do, so he's like, "I got to make Sable on the line because I can't find her." You know? <laughs> of course. I can't. I can't find her. So like. Listen, the winner gets Sable, right? Because it's wrestling, after all. And if we've learned anything yeah, from wrestling... Yeah, what would it be if we weren't risking a we <laughs> Yeah, if we've learned anything from wrestling, it's that you absolutely put up the love of your life as a match. You just do it, right? So, Goldust accepts. However, once the screen goes black, a gold rush comes upon Mark Merrow. What that means is it's basically just gold flurries that, that go atop him, right? So, during the St. Valentine's it, right? Day pay-per-view... Goldust comes to the ring with Sable, but she's dressed like Marlena, right? What does that mean? Her hair is very teased and it's up and it's tied back. She has a cigar. She That's has my very, favorite look. She has the very, very uh, uh, form-fitting gold dress on and a lot of makeup, right? During the match, though, right as Goldust is about to lose, Marlena appears. Dressed exactly like Sable. Ooh. Oh, so you have your two blonde bombshells, 
They both Don't attack. Mind if I do. They both attack Mark Marrow. Okay. And Goldust Mark wins. Mark Marrow. Okay. Hold on one second. Hold on one well, second. Well, he, as he should. Hold on. Hold on just a second because my uh, AirPods just died. Okay. All right. We'll edit. John, one, two, three, click, 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 or whatever. Yeah, can you guys hear me? I'll I'll figure it out. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool beans. You guys can hear me, though? We can still, I can still hear you. All right, cool. All right, so, uh, so three, two, one. There we go. Right. So after the match, though, they continued to attack Mark. Right. And, and the starlets, as Goldlust has deemed them, <laughs> attack Mark Merrill so much that they injure him. After the pay-per-view, you start to see Goldust on Raw, and he starts to split his time between the starlets, right? During the matches on Raw, Sable continues to ruin his scenes. Remember, each match that he's in is supposed to be a part of a movie, right? So she ruins his scene. And Goldust starts to get more and more intense in his responses. He starts screaming things like, stop ruining my scene. You will not ruin this movie for me. You know what I mean? Things like that. And he starts asking or telling Marlena to embarrass Sable, right? And again, this is punishment. These are acting sessions. These are acting coaches. Right. Right? And she's, it's more and more embarrassed, right? Two weeks before WrestleMania, during one of Sable's coaching moments, Mark Merrill finally returns. This coaching moment happens on ringside, though. That's probably important. I probably should have gone with that firsthand. Mark Merrill returns, and he attacks Golos and Marlena. Because he's trying to get his woman back. He doesn't care about ethics. You're hurting her. She's my my woman. Fuck you, too. Type of thing. Okay? Not anything crazy and over-the-top and intense, but back away. Miss blonde woman, you know, um, right? How, during the the go home show, Goldust pre- presents a scene. He'd like to invite Mark Marrow to have a cameo in his movie. Okay, oh my God. Goldust states that he can have Sable. Not a problem. She's been typecast. She's a one hit wonder. Okay, you can have wow. her. You can have her, but I want you. This brings us to oh. WrestleMania. This is this brings us to WrestleMania. We're going to have a street fight. But it's not just any street fight. It's a Philadelphia street fight. Down in Philadelphia oh, yeah. freedom. Fuck yeah. In the, pre-ma- in the pre-match recap, we get a true training montage. Okay? Because we're in Philadelphia, after all. We have to embrace embrace. Uh, uh, training montages. Okay. Yes, of course. We get cuts of Goldust sitting on the director's chair, watching matches, sitting with Marlena, critiquing performances. <laughs> and Mark Merrow's training montage is straight out of Rocky One, and it ends with him running up the stairs. Okay. Fuck yes. Uh, it ends with him running up the stairs. At the end, uh, during the match, you get a full-on street fight. Uh, you're going to go outside. Obviously, you're not going to go to the stairs because they're not anywhere near the arena. You're going to go outside. Nope, they're not. Have a full brawl outside. Nope. Come on out. 
we get finally in the ring where Mark Marrow looks like he's going to be at the end. He's done. He's done. Okay. Sable comes in as she goes to attack uh, Goldust. She misses and hits Mark. Uh oh. She was never quite the actress, and that's why she's been cast <laughs> aside, right? So she she <laughs> missed she missed Goldust. She hit Mark. Goldust hits you with a one two three, and Goldust gets his Oscar. He retains his IC championship. He retains everything. He gets his blonde bombshell that he's always wanted in Marlena. And the poor sequel cast aside is pushed aside. And Mark Marrow loses. So we have a heel win. As he should be. Well, we have a heel win. I gave you two baby face wins. I had to give no, you a heel win. So that's mine are lo- a lot it. less funny. I don't know why. I just lost the humor bone in Not- me. You know, you should have you should have yeah. done it backwards. You should have done the championship match last. Yeah, I probably should have, but I like that this story. was your best. That was your best match. Oh, uh, I did. I, I liked this storyline a lot. I've always liked the idea of. A, I loved. I liked all the storylines, but I think the champ match was. I think that was your best. Well, thank you, sir. Especially cause I, I, yeah, I, 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 I did like all that. I kind of actually feel the same way, not in like a negative. I almost think um. Yeah. He turned what was supposed to almost was a weakness into a big strength with oh. the rock and, and mankind thing, which is yeah. Really I thought admirable. that was the best. I thought that was a really good, a well done thing. I think I thought you should have ended with that. Well, you know what? In editing, we'll flip this and we'll put the yeah. These are all these are all first passes. They're all the <laughs> but yeah. So that's that's how I feel about mine. After after speaking mine out, I'm just like, oh man, there's a ton of different things they would have done actually. Yeah. But and that's always what you I... gotta sometimes talk it out. But anyway, right? those are my can those I... are my three storylines. I thought they were a lot of fun. And uh, hell yeah, was... I like those a lot, dude. This was they're awesome. very different I from you guys was... though. Mine are a lot. Mine are yeah. Way we all different. we all had different we were appro- all different very approaches. Different. We all yeah. had very different. So I had an idea. <clears throat> After hearing how much we enjoyed doing this, and I think we all did, what would you guys think about doing like 1988? I don't know as much about yeah, 1988 yeah, but, that I could yeah, try. But even, John, even I don't really. Sure. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I would. If, you're, if, your question, if your question is, let's do this again. Yes, let's do this again. That's but I do want to kind of get to the. I do want to get to the question of. of I mean, it's we're running a little late, so I don't know how much we want to get into it. But like no, talking about. Let's get uh, into it. It's only been two. It's only been two and a half hours at this point. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm down. I got time. So go ahead. What's up? No, I'm just. I just want to open the floor. Now we can kind of like talk about like, for instance, Andrew, you had a question. Um, about like I, oh, I think bringing well, um... so I made every match in my I don't know what do you want to call it my uh, federation mm-hmm. uh, violent basically it was just like head, yeah you were asking here, about hell in the there. cell and well I get, actually what I was really thinking more was like how violent were you guys thinking about making yours like did you have a thought of like, well, I just want to have them do it, but you didn't structure yours the same way. I, I really thought of mine as like the details of all that would just kind of get sorted along the way. I was really focused yeah. on making sure that the the whole 
the broad stroke storyline was there. Like, okay, this is what we want to, like, lead into kind of thing. And not worry about, like, the in-between as much. Um, which was, like, one approach. But ultimately, like, as... I wish I had done it more the way you guys did. I'm happy. Like, I'm, I like the storyline that I came up with. Like, that's that's something that I, I enjoyed. No, I'm that happy was, with. The Sean um, thing, that was so good, man. That you know, so I, I thought, like, there there's good moments in that. Um, it, it, uh, the problem was the story I wanted to tell with it was just, like, a little too broad. But, yeah, no, as far as, like, making it brutal, like, yeah, there would definitely be, like, I, I was thinking, like I was kind of mentioning, that it kind of tapered off at the end when Owen showed up because I, I was running out of time and I was like, I'm not going to write like another 10 paragraphs, <laughs> even though I could, you know, yeah. oh, <laughs> it was yeah. like detailing the matches, but definitely the last match. Like I, I wanted the significant matches to have like the stipulations. So you had the ladder match for the IC, you had the hardcore um, tag titles, and then probably the championship at Shauna Mania would have been like an Iron Man match. I, just think that been... I, do, I do think that's fucking incredible though. Dude, that. <laughs> That was incredible. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it a so lot. Good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was... I, I looking. Speaking of looking back on it, I probably actually just would have made the the other Sean be like the main antagonist and just make that just yeah. Jason sensation the whole time. I I kind of like the reveal at the end, of course, but uh, I feel like Dude, knowing how, knowing that you guys Jason sensation that was knowing that how much you guys thought that was as funny as it was. I, yeah, that would have been my second pass at it, but. Yeah, I don't know. What about you, what about you, Justin? Uh, in terms of like level of violence or, yeah. or stipulations, even. I I wish I had like if we're talking about like wish we had wish he had done a little differently. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I had uh, fleshed out a couple of the ideas more. You know, um, when I was reading the specifically the Goldust storyline out loud, I, I did hear mm-hmm. a little bit. There's more to be desired. You know, um, there's more character development. I, I really like that stuff, though. My favorite part about wrestling is not so much the matches, actually. It's the psychology in the matches and psychology yes, of storylines, which is why I really tried to focus on it. Like, that's my favorite part. Like, I'm not very good at the humor stuff, which is why, like, my jokes were like the fucking teaches him how to use chopsticks <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? No, that that was great. I know, I, come on, man. That I would like good. to. I, I do want to point don't, out. I, I love that we all use Taka in some way. Yeah, we all use Taka. Like, and I, mean, and I like how we? how we kind of both. I, I mean, I was I, I was halfway to thinking I'll use JBL, but I was just kind of like, eh, you know. Eh. I didn't I, use I, JBL. I used Bradshaw. Yeah, I did too. I used yeah, Bradshaw. Bradshaw a, yeah, he was a huge part of my. Thing. the APA was... yeah yeah I'm ta- oh I'm talking about like for my tag with because I basically did the same thing as as JBL with or Bradshaw and Taka but instead of Bradshaw I used D'Lo um but oh, it's just because like I don't know I like D'Lo. D'Lo a little bit more than Bradshaw and I felt like that would be also be kind of another interesting thing to do but no I, I think Justin you brought like a lot of like y- there was humor in there but it wasn't um it was um how do I put it it was I don't even want to say subtle, but it was like contextual. It wasn't like in your face kind of like yeah. no 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 shade, Andrew, but having just Ric Flair turn up is just kind of a, a cheap oh, heat moment sort of thing. On. It's a little that bit it's subtle a little cheap heat. Actually and, I'm and thinking on cheap heat. And, I'm hold on, on but cheap I, and I'm not that. and let me put it this way. I'm not mad about it, but that's the mm. truth, right? I would, like you I would say, say that you, Andrew's so if mm. we were had to rank order them. Yeah. I think that Andrew's was the strongest and fun. 
Andrew did not forget mm. the fun factor, you know? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like you and it's I wrestling. sometimes took things a little too seriously, you know? Yeah, yeah. Can I you tell know? you guys something? That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. As you guys yeah. were going through it, I was like, yep, this is cool, but, like, where's the where's the fun? Like, where's the good part? Well, I, where's think, the, I think that... Hey, man, I'm going to hit a bunch of guys with a bunch of chairs and hit, like, double stunners, <laughs> like... You know what I think we kind of forget sometimes is the tropes of wrestling are why we're here. Yeah, I mean, that that's not like, totally untrue. But I think to what Justin was going to say, I would like to hear what he was going to continue oh, to say. So I, I think that uh, I thought, to be honest, though, I thought John's was the most uh, story-oriented, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I thought John's was, like, an incredible, like, st- like story, you know? Um, and that's not taking <laughs> away from anything that either of us did. No, no, no. I, I just really thought that, that was, like, wow, that was an intense story, but a good story, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, but, yeah, I, I think, um, and I think mine probably got more into characters. Does that make Yeah, sense? yeah, I felt I definitely felt that. Um I like the way you structured yours though with your titles being like, okay, here's this title, here's this title, and here's this title. You like, really you that they actually hit it. You hit each... it how exactly how I felt about it, Justin, where it just felt like I the motivations of the characters in each segment for you really made the most sense to me. Mm. Um, even mine, like, obviously, mine, on the surface level, you know the motivations. Andrew's, on the surface level, you know the motivations. You got into the how and the why, and every character, every moment in your story made, like, made sense motivationally. Like, I I never felt like I was, like, I never, like, had a question, like, oh, why would they do that? I never had to think about it. It was, like, very well intuited by how you presented it, so. That's cool. I think we all did like a, like a really good job though. Like there were no like yeah yeah jokes. I like you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, no one was boring. No one was, no was, bo- was like oh, especially what's going not on? fucking Andrews. Andrews was not fucking yeah, boring. Yeah, Andrews <laughs> like yeah, dude. Your Andrew did hit the fun factor. He did. Like, I, through, I can't even die that that one hundred percent. Andrew hit the fun factor. Because I was just like it was just every like oh oh now oh, and you oh, pussy oh, ass oh, motherfucking bitch you pussy ass yeah <laughs> well that's the fucking whole point like it's supposed to be fun like yeah my shit was on HBO like you gotta pay to watch my shit yeah yeah but I got stone cold that was so when we did the draft and I remember thinking okay we have to write for these people who do I want to write for mm-hmm. John t- stealing. The heartbreak kid, that hurt. Because boy, I'd love to write for him. Yeah, yeah. But having Stone Cold and being like, "Oh, I can just tell everybody to fuck themselves." <laughs> I love that story. Let's kind go. Of right. Sort of, like, sort of writes itself. In that's a way. my it's, favorite it's, story. It's right. Like, oh, that's easy. Okay, bam, boom, bang. Like, it was. I think we should try to definitely try to do this again. Um, It'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, picking. Picking Sean was made me a little nervous when I when I decided to do it because I I don't know him as well and I was like mm, I'm I'm not sure how I'm gonna make this work but I'm glad I could fit him to a storyline. No, I think I think totally you, shine. I think you I did think... like an incredible job. Um, 
the Sean acronym? <laughs> it had I, to be. It had to be. I was I, like, I was like, I need to come up with something. I want that on my tombstone. Like <laughs> I want that just just drizzled. It's a just little Sean bit. all over. <laughs> it's just Sean all that over. That was so fucking good, man. Okay. All right, we. I also we need to end this uh, podcast, huh? We do. Yeah, yeah. We could go on as much but, uh, as we've sucked each other's dicks about how good we uh, picked all this stuff. Well, hey, you know, it's just a fun, it was fun, fun thing. Who cares? Yeah, it was very fun. Okay, I am as always true. Most humble host, Andrew, with John and Justin. This has been the Watch Along Express, except we didn't watch along with anything tonight. We did. In our mind's eye. Draft. You watched yeah, our our show. I mean, listen, in the mind's eye, I was thinking about all the awesome shit we talked about. So Exactly. That works. So me. you watched along in, the, in in your mind, so to speak. Yeah. All right. I am Andrew. That's John. Justin. This has been the Watch Along Express saying see you next week. We get the uh, recap after Royal Wait. Rumble. It's going to be Beer dope. theme. Beer oh, beer theme. theme. Yes. Oh, John, yes. Beer theme. Coming through hardcore. Okay. Yes, beer theme. Before we end the show, I'm going to be a heel. Because John you is usually it. the heel. So I am going to be a heel specifically to John. Do it. We're bringing back the beer and a the shot theme. Oh, I'm not. What would I hate about beer and a shot? I feel like Andrew doesn't like beer. You hated the last time we did the shots, you were so mad about it. But. Was I? I don't remember I'm, being that mad. But I did a, I did a Guinness. Andrew, Andrew was mad. I did Guinness. I did a shot of whiskey and Guinness. I was pleased as punch. All right, so that's what we're doing. And, but I will. (laughs) However, however, however. Wait, why are we? However, however. Shit, so fast. If, 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 you get one of those drinks that are a combo, (laughs) that counts as well. That counts. All right. That counts as well. All right. Those pre-made mixers. I'm Andrew. That's Justin. That's John. Next week, get a shot and a beer. This is the Watch Along Express saying goodnight. This has been a different episode than we've ever done, so if you're still listening, we really appreciate it. Tell us what you're drinking. Tell us what you're thinking. Peace out. Love you guys. Goodnight.